listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. 21 Gun Salute, dressed in fatigue, black jeans and boots, disappeared in the crowd, all you seen was troops. This little nigga named Nas think he live like me, talking about he left the hospital, took fire like me. You live in fantasies, niggas, I reject your deposits. We shook Dre punk ass, now we out of the closet. Mob deep, why, wonder why a nigga blowed them out. Next time grown folks talking, nigga, close your mouth, peep me. I take this war shit deeply and see too many real play- players fall to let these bitch niggas beat me. Puffy, let's be honest, you a punk or you will see me with gloves. Remember that shit you said about, about to vibe about me being a thug? You could tell people you roll with whatever you want, but you and I know what's really going on. Payback! I knew you bitch niggas from way back. Witness me strapped with Max and why I wouldn't play that. All you old rappers still trying to advance. It's all over now. Take it like a man niggas looking like larry holmes flapping your sick trying to play a hate on my shit eat a fat dick let it be known this is how you made me love it how i get you niggas crazy hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and and we are live on a saturday morning rest in peace tupac yeah you can talk shit with the best of them um speaking of talking shit with the best of them it's time for our feedback show which is the episode where we talk about all the things you had to say about the uh the stuff that we said throughout the week so you know you can leave comments on our website theblackguywhotips.com you can vote in the polls on our website same place look on each episode has a uh post at the end of the post is a poll vote in it leave comments let us know what you think you can also leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got a couple on itunes uh and one for spoiled movie reviews as well let's do this none on stitcher we haven't had any on stitcher in months i don't know what's don't happening know what's wrong we know that y'all still listen on some stitcher. of y'all know y'all still listen on stitcher leave us five star review um and you can also email us the black guy who tips at gmail leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 make sure it's two minutes or less because it will cut your ass off um what else can you do you can um give us money that's another thing you can do go to the black guy who com on the right hand side of the page there is a little thing the thing that's like hey hey you want to give us some money and we you know what we take it we will take the money we appreciate that we will even shout your ass out for giving us the money i dedicate this song to recession depression Today's a new day. Hey, new day, new current say. Time to talk about this money y'all threw our way. Felicity F, thank you for the donation. Derek LW, thank you. Not to be confused with three LWs, a women's group that was nice back in the day. What happened to them? I don't know. B Coleman, thank you, B Coleman. Lawrence C, thank you, Lawrence. Donna N, thank you, Donna. Zachary N, no relation, but thank you as well. He uh, does a podcast called Living Corporate. Linwood C, thank you very much. Grace N, thank you, Grace. We got a brand new recurring donator from uh, Renita N. Thank you, Renita. Hey, baby, welcome. Uh, go to the new members class. Conrad will walk you through it. Keep it all. Thank you very much, Keep it. Preston Team Dro uh, F. Preston F. Malanike I, thank you. Cedric W. Gerard L. Calvin N, thank you, Calvin. James TG, thank you very much. Monica T, appreciate you. Tyrone M, call him. Uh, Jason F, thank you very much, Jason. Terry W, thank you, Terry. 
uh lanika m thank you very much lanika and we got a one-time donation from anthony b visiting uh the church we appreciate you that's it sunshine feels like a cold night it ain't easy but today's a new day so tell me where are my blue skies where is that love all right i almost gave up my powers that i can't explain fell from heaven like a shower I smile, even though it hurts me, I smile, I know God is working, so I smile, even though I ain't it for a while, I smile, smile, it's so hard to look up when you look down, I sure would hate to see you give up now, you look so much better when you smile, smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're going through, smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Oh, you can't then fuck you then, bitch. You ugly anyway. I ain't want your number. All right, guys, we that, got that, that's not how the song goes. That's, that's not how the song goes. The remix. No, no, no. I rebuke this one. Smile or else. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You ugly then anyway. You fat. Mm-mm. Well, that's I, how. I, I, the co-pastor does not approve of this version. That's how they sing it on the streets. Mm-mm. I seen it in, in real time. Well, then they times. don't really mean smile then. <laughs> uh we got a couple five-star reviews on itunes uh my favorite podcast by shady dame who says five stars i live in reno nevada and can go all day without seeing another black face until i get home what reno 911 lied to me they had jonesy come on and they had niecy nash character didn't it though Mm, this some bullshit this tends to wear on the soul so thank you rod uh karen and rod for all that you do and are i it's important to hear black voices it's so amazing to sit at my desk listening to this podcast keeping me from losing my black sense of self i appreciate the funny take on things it really helps me keep my spirits up keep up the good work guys thank you and we shall thank you uh then we had three derrick uh thread Derek, maybe uh, who says uh thanks for getting me through the week and the title of it was i love you guys five stars thank you mm-hmm. you know that's all we want to do just want to help y'all get through y'all week okay there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the world and uh it'll bring you down okay and we are here to, to be like hey don't let that shit do that to you uh also on our sport movie review feed i just like to say we had three episodes go up this for this month uh it's our reviews from july i believe so you have spider-man far from home i know you guys want to hear what we think about that the lion king i know you guys want to hear our controversial review of that where we liked it and i know we're not supposed to but right. we did uh and once upon a time in hollywood which is actually a review i believe i did because karen didn't go see it Mm-mm. so i did that with chris lambert mm-hmm. and i think if you like you know chris lambert and you like him as a guest which i know many of you do mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite people um 
you get to hear us do this review and it's like an hour and some change because you know me and chris be talking about everything so we got to talk about woke twitter and you don't know you never know where the conversation gonna go yeah it's a bunch of shit so hopefully you guys like it uh shane paul neal likes it because he left us a five-star review called it the fix yay that's right the fix is in y'all uh the fix and he says super thankful to that this podcast exists especially when Ryder Karen selfishly take time from the regular show for frivolity like self-care and rest <laughs> thank you we, you know we try thank to do you. that um you know we do so much stuff man i honestly like a lot of stuff behind the scenes yes. i am and i know a lot of black people suffer from this Me too. but i am trying to untrain my brain to think that my value relies in overworking myself because mm-hmm. that's it's hard to do to be honest i and i'm trying to 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 not do it but uh that's where that's the next level is being like hey these motherfuckers out here got enough they don't need to know everything i'm thinking they don't need to see everything we do we don't need to consistently like outwork ourselves almost and like we beating on records you know that's why even though i feel like uh i don't know what the right word is i'm gonna use the word failure but it's probably the wrong word but i feel like i failed at my week off last this like earlier this month or like a couple weeks ago but i did take the week off i just didn't do enough stuff for myself to be like okay i need to be away from everything and everyone and just chill but i did want to stick to taking that week off every month man because it was you know it, it matters to refresh and you know replenish just mentally and stuff so yeah man uh, i'm gonna try to keep sticking to, to making sure we take time off and even if there's just a day that we get up and i'm like i don't want to do the show or karen's like i don't feel like doing it today that then that's just a day we're not gonna do it and you know that just has to be something that uh especially now that we work for ourselves like we shouldn't be slave driving ourselves you know yeah and, and like i said that's something that we both have been taught and that's not, a lot of it particularly is taught in the black community especially for those that are uh, succeed quote unquote or, or achieve certain goals or quote unquote you done made it you know and and uh people quote unquote outside and inside make you feel bad for taking time off for you yeah and for me it's mostly me inside i don't ever feel bad because someone's making me feel bad so that's my internal voice that is talking down to myself about my own value my own worth and that's not okay so the way that i wouldn't want somebody coming in here and talking down to me and i wouldn't respect that i have to do that with myself and be like no this is not a reasonable expectation of yourself to be you know pushing 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 all the fucking time sometimes you need to like sit down and and binge that netflix series or you know go for that walk or go see your folks or you know just do something don't put your head down you look up and life just passed your ass by and you didn't really get to do a lot of fun stuff and this is fun but it's also work and i just have to be mindful of that you know yeah and i'm i'm guilty of that too i think that uh for me i know that i can become and i have in the past just a flat-out workaholic like Mm -hmm. i it sounds weird but i like being helpful i like being useful i like doing things so for me i felt like uh working even though it's work and it felt like work it was still fun and it's enjoyable to do the podcast but you do need those mental breaks i think that's why a couple of weeks ago when i came home and you were asleep i just let you sleep because like on the low y'all even for the people that get the free podcast we still do premium shit so there might be times where literally roger 
for like seven 14 days every day he's doing at least one to two shows a day but you know a lot of people that are free you don't see the extra content of the extra shows be it for ourselves or even as guests on other people's shows which we don't mind doing but it still requires something of us and i think that uh for me uh i'm getting to a place where i'm learning how to relax more and i know that might sound weird but you can be off and not be off you could be not working and still working mentally like your brain is still ticking even though you're you're quote-unquote supposed to be off so i've been doing things like playing video games more watching more tv shows more like it's been tv shows that some of y'all and but roger has suggested some shit that i probably should have been watching but i was like nope and i really for me i work two jobs so for me i come home okay let's get cranked and then it's time to go to bed and then i'm uh uh getting up in the morning for the work so for me my free time is more precious to me it's always been precious but now it's more valuable to me than ever you have to make your free time valuable to you and do what the fuck you want to do now what other people want you to do but you i don't give a goddamn if you don't do nothing but roll up and go to sleep that is your time do whatever you want to do with your time because sometimes you can work yourself hard your body needs time to recover particularly the uh the older you get you can't be working like that you need that time even if you love to read read you want to go to a museum like it's shit here in charlotte that uh being roger being him the bulk of our lives and roger all his life me the bulk of my life and it's shit here in charlotte that i've never done before like i want to go on we talked about a, a carriage ride around the city of charlotte i didn't even know charlotte gave a carriage ride they have like a tour where they actually tell you about the history of charlotte i've never experienced that before so i want to be able to do those things so we can come back on the show and share these things and these experiences that we've learned with you and even my thing isn't even just like all of that stuff but you know you have to let yourself experience stuff you know like mm-hmm. i was finding myself i was working so much i wasn't able to listen to music you know i love music i don't i'm not like people oh you heard this album yet no i'm always doing some shit you know so um you know and, there, and there's just certain things that you know i like to do but they're still it's still labor or whatever so uh, anyway thank you for that uh mm-hmm. review because yeah i you know we do take time off and um you know i'm glad that we have some great ass fans like we do you know sometimes they make a joke or something on twitter like hey man you need to get back to work or hey i'm not rushing y'all but when y'all can't wait for y'all to talk about (laughs) this you know and they're very nice about it and stuff like that no you're missed i'm very much appreciated Mm -hmm. and i i have to process those things in my brain because uh uh you know my reflexive attitude is like this like i I never want to let people down or be disappointed right and then or disappointing and then there's like a defensiveness and all this stuff that comes up and i try to process through all of that because you know this is all new to us it's not like we were born you know into this level of attention so Mm -mm. you know a lot of this stuff is like i'm getting used to being like okay this and also to be frank and i hope nobody takes offense to this but i'm also learning to ignore a lot of y'all because people will tag you to stuff or people be like can you talk about this thing or they hit you on twitter like you know like one of the things i don't do is go on twitter and react for people's amusement like Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not a jukebox come on and one of the things twitter is for a lot of people is kind of a jukebox where you want people to play your hit so it's like oh look at this terrible like police violence or this terrible racist thing at rodimus prime at you know tag rod on facebook talk about this and it's like no i'm actually good homie i was actually sitting here watching another life on netflix 
and having a great time i don't want to talk about the way this cop beat this man on this video you just sent me if that's gonna be okay with you you know and in my mind i have like you know i would i think uh part of being an empath is that you want people to not feel unacknowledged right and so that's something i had to learn to turn off sometimes because you know i want to acknowledge them but i also know where that conversation is going to go mm-hmm. and it's never going to go somewhere frugal either they're going to feel bad because i'm like hey man can you not send me links to you know this woman called this little boy a nigger at kroger and i just want to make sure you saw it like it's like now like now i'm like a dick if i asked them not to do that and keep in mind they don't mean anything bad by they 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 thought of me they they think this will either help for content or they just feel alone somewhere and they want another person to be like yes this is fucked up or whatever or just come smell this but the cumulative effect of that is mostly negative you know and so little stuff like that i had to learn to process differently so now i stop and i think for a second i go this person thought of me when they saw this they wanted me to be aware it was in a good way it wasn't a bad thing Mm -mm, and then the second thing i think is i don't have to respond Mm -mm. and that's okay like they they, they'll, they'll be fine and i'll be fine and if they do that shit all the time you know mute whatever the fuck like i like but i just start thinking of things that aren't confrontation that can help me deal with it because right like this weekend particularly i uh no two weeks ago i felt like i had like a relapse like a like i put like i fell back into some patterns and i think you know it was a combination of things i talked about in a pregame with justin but between uh like like there were celebrities that were retweeting me all of a sudden you know they have like lots of followers i know deray mckesson was one of them and uh you know now i don't have anything against deray i think Mm-mm. i think he's a cool guy but his followers there's millions there's like right. a million of them and so half of the people that follow him i think really follow him because they hate him i don't agree i don't understand it but whatever and so everything he says or does they're just like saying some fucked up shit towards him and if you happen to get caught up in it they don't care so there's that and then there's people that do follow him but they're not they don't understand i'm a comedian so then they're like extremely serious about this joke i just made you know like my joke might be like i think azalea banks antonio brown need to be a power couple and we could call him antonio branks that's a joke but then there'll be people like well you know i think mental illness in the black community i'm like whoa 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 whoa." and so my the empath part of me is like oh this person just said this thing into the darkness and they're not gonna get a response and i should be i should tell them like oh no i'm just joking but then i almost all the time it turns into a thing where it's like well i'm not joking because mental health is not no joke and i'm like I, what what is happening right so i didn't do any of this and now I'm, I'm caught in this thing and so i noticed that was a thing and the Chappelle special came out and everybody was tagging i want to see your opinion and any joke or converse or observation i made on twitter like there were people already like pre-offended like mm-hmm. it was crazy like i and i really didn't even say how i felt about the special till we did our podcast a week later but it was like so it was like all these things were happening and so i was like you know being you know i thought i'm being funny obviously i'm gonna do it with humor but i'm like replying back to people being snarky and shit but then you think about it, it's like wait i'm replying back to these people um you know making jokes uh at these folks i'm interacting with these folks what is it really benefiting me mm-hmm. it's not content for the show Mm-mm. um they're not gonna understand if they don't get the joke they're gonna just 
keep you know it's like bugs bunny i'm gonna keep making a joke they're gonna keep not getting it and the only people i'm making a joke for now is a bunch of people that's like seeing this conversation and laughing with me mm-hmm. so it's it's not really productive in that way some of the times i'm gonna make people feel bad when i do that and i'm not saying these people didn't deserve some level of scrutiny because a lot of them were actually um fucked up you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. they were they, they were they were being like oh if you can't get over a joke about these trans then you need to shut the fuck up you know but that's i'm not a fucking uh superhero comic book superhero it's not gonna do anything that i disagree with you so it was stuff like that and so those weeks that's why i say i feel like i failed at my self-care week a little bit and like i said failure is a strong word but i feel like i i, I recovered it by the end of the week i was like what the fuck am i doing this is stupid why am i talking to these people like let me get myself back together but i was you know kind of like uh failing at what i was attempting to do which is just to step away and detox instead of uh you know stepping back in it uh oh go ahead oh i'm about to say and uh because i know we kind of function very differently i know you're a lot more just interactive in general on social media me i have my parents where i'm interactive online and like i said that and i'm an empath too to an extent i think you're a little bit more than me because i'm quick to be like the fuck you talking about and do 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 and go about my business like you ain't even talk, talk to me mm-hmm. but I, I i think that's part of my personality and to me words mean things so i don't want to the way i internalize it and what you mean might not be the same thing so sometimes it's best not to engage because because and I understand social media part of social media is engagement don't get me wrong but I feel as though some people don't know how to engage or how to properly engage and the the norms of if you were to meet me in real life don't apply online mm-hmm. and because of that I tap out a whole lot because I was like oh if you was in my face you wouldn't be yelling at me if you was in my face you wouldn't be screaming at me if you was in my face you'd be talking like you had some fucking common sense so a lot of times for me that's why on certain things I'll tap out yeah so um let me finish off this my bad it was a big tangent but let me get back it's like doing uh it says uh yeah like when y'all take off for self-care and rest it's like doing methadone knowing full well you are waiting for frank lucas to bring the next shipment of the blue magic thank you <laughs> thank you for the five-star review thank you baby Shane. uh <laughs> uh and uh we have comments on the website like i said we got nothing on stitcher so we got comments on the website we had our feedback episode which was neo negro spiritual and uh uh they told me to actually pronounce the name eb they said hey y'all you said my screen name right the last time but you can just shorten it to eb uh abby 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 okay abby okay like ebony okay got it abby um i know i'm absolutely in the minority here but i grew up eating sugar grits for a few years that's why i don't blame sugar grits eaters it's really their parents like who introduced you to sugar grits like you know what i'm saying uh for a few years there i didn't even know savory grits were a thing the other side of my family was behind my back and screwed up their faces when i said Aww. i like sugar when i said i like sugar in my grits they didn't tell you they didn't tell you that it was like no baby no no and i just knew right then and there that i was probably weird lol but even as a kid i was very particular about it i didn't just lob some sugar in my grits ew for why i have always basically made them pumpkin spice uh when i make them at home it's not pumpkin spice i always add if not pumpkin spice i always add add run-of-the-mill spices and flavoring stuff you use when baking like vanilla beans uh i might even pair with some kind of caramelized fruit and skip directly adding sugar in there 
on a lazy day i might just butter and cinnamon and a little sugar just enough to make it sweet so while i'm pretty sure pumpkin spice grits aren't a mainstream thing or even a thing you can have made for you at a restaurant i've definitely always made them i eat both sweet and savory so i've made grits for breakfast lunch dinner and dessert lol they're just a versatile thing and so easy to personalize obviously i didn't caramelize food as a kid but i definitely uh would go into the kitchen and look at the spice rack and make up new combinations of stuff i just ain't know it was called pumpkin spice until the starbucks drink got popular and i had to look up what the fuck that meant also as a horror movie fan you are absolutely right we will marathon all nine freddy krueger movies knowing good and damn well most of them are not good lol the original it miniseries is over three hours long and i used to have to watch it on cable channels with commercials so you were literally sitting there all day if you got through it Mm yeah that makes a lot of sense ebby um and you know to be frank man i'm not even shitting on horror films being shitty films like it's just not my genre i love a genre of shitty terrible don't make sense films a couple of them actually Uh, impossible white man my favorite genre of films they're not good films normally Mm -mm. they make no fucking sense like the that's kind of the point the less sense they make the funner the 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 better they are yes i don't want a movie where the realism of a guy shooting it out with 20 people means he's probably gonna get killed within three seconds like no give me the movie where john wick has managed to go fucking 678 undefeated killings in a row come on um so i think people feel attacked when you say you don't like something they're into or that it's not your thing but it's not a personal attack i and that's one of the reasons like i love doing our movie review podcast and i feel like damn i haven't been reviewing enough movies lately we were going to get back to the theater and all this stuff but when i look up on a thursday or friday and i see that there are films i'm not into right i don't want to go review those just to turn around and shit on mm. those films mm-hmm. for people that are really big fans that are listening to us wanting to get our perspective and then you just hear i don't even like horror i'm not scared of no clown like who wants to like i don't even like reviews that do that shit mm-hmm. where they keep reviewing shit they hate like right. what's wrong with you you know like move on to some there's too much content out here now in the world to even keep up move on to that thing you like talk about that thing Mm -hmm. you know so um yeah so it's not a knock on people that like it i hope Mm -hmm. they enjoyed that three and a half hours in the theater and look forward to it the way i look forward to endgame this year like this could be their horror endgame that that's cool but yeah horror movies to me don't have to make sense you know and my other favorite genre that that's can be very shitty but i still love it matter of fact i was i watched two things within the last week that was based in this genre but it's basically um white people fucking with shit they ain't got no business fucking with you know now it doesn't have to technically be white people but the whole like we're trying to recall it we're trying to colonize the planet and like mm-hmm. all right well i guess you guys didn't know that they have nocturnal spiders that uh wait till you can go all day and just hang out on the planet and and get high on the planets like flowers and all this shit and then boom spiders pop out the ground try to eat your ass at night you didn't see that coming did you you know that type of shit you, you know had no business with your ass that no way but you had to explore like my my favorite one right my new my new fave is i just watched this whole series in like two days it's on netflix it's called another life and it stars my girl katie sackoff uh who you guys may know a starbuck from the uh what was his name battlestar galactica mm-hmm. uh I, I think there should be a subgenre of movies called katie sackoff and doing space things doing things that's her genre ain't it 
she's just one of my faves and um i fucking love another life like it's so bad but it's so good because it's just people fucking with shit that you know you shouldn't fuck with and every it's like they set up everything to go wrong and you're just looking at it the whole time like wait a minute so y'all made the ai on the spaceship have emotions now why would you do that why would you do something like that uh, why, emotions are the problem that's what's wrong with people you know oh every character on the ship is fucking each other now how's that gonna work you know like oh there's just so many moments where you're like they're, they're like wow we found a planet with breathable air wow it look yeah we need to collect some resources from here we can bring it back to the ship okay cool hey let's take our helmets off why why uh, what if it's just i mean what possibly good <laughs> could come of it the like, thing that's protecting me from the elements so yeah that's one of my favorite genres and at the same time i know it don't make sense like how does that make sense we've seen astronauts astronauts don't do wild shit in space like oh man you know what i'm gonna try let's uh fucking like race with our oxygen uh jets out here in space and just see how far we can get away from the moon you don't do shit like that because it doesn't make any fucking sense like uh, we can die space is trying to kill us constantly the only wild thing uh we heard about in space is the woman that, that stole her husband ex-husband's money in space yeah like, made it a real space crime right but you don't see a lot of people like but in these movies oh my god they can't wait to play with the fucking wildlife and shit and you like just it's just so good it's so good anyway so anyway but i'm this furry creature that's growling at me bitch what uh like that fucking vagina snake in prometheus so all of that to say man like look i hope y'all love it you know i hope people don't take it so personal that i'm not a fan of it and i'm i got these jokes but i'm not a fan of it and that's okay man i saw the first half i can clearly see whatever happens i'm not gonna be down for three more hours of clowning and that's cool <laughs> like i'm not like somebody was like i can't wait to see it i already got my ticket i was like i get it y'all hey congratulations i don't i'm not scared of clowns so it was a waste of time on me anyway Amon says hey y'all cue that meme of the old black woman looking disappointed because that's my face every time my husband tries to talk to me about some white podcasters who upset him i'm just like <laughs> you still listen to those white people talk about young justice won't be me yeah black people love you better than me couldn't be me better you than me stuff like that. we love those don't we come on couldn't be me mm, you a good one that shit it definitely matters how any podcaster homes their voice you and karen are so authentic and that's why your artist is so endeared to y'all i love sharing the blackout tips with friends and family and i really appreciate it when you share podcasts with us the last podcast on the left is one of my new faves thanks to y'all among many others and currently the only podcast with white hosts i listen to right now yeah i love the last podcast on the left man they do really in-depth um uh like detailed breakdowns of like just sick and morbid like serial killer shit mm-hmm. and cults it's and so educational yeah with jokes in the middle and they're very to me they're very funny mm-hmm. now i know what that means is that's going to invite the people that don't think they're funny or think their jokes go too far to like write in or to tell me how they're not funny i'm not speaking for you i'm mm-hmm. only speaking for me you don't have to like them this is not the 
hey let's all have community and liking or disliking and discussing this show no i'm just mentioning it that i enjoy it if you find something there you enjoy i hope you love you like it and share it and and whatever and i know some people can't take it i think they're three white dudes so now i didn't hear any like the ones i listened to i didn't hear anything like super like racist or anything like that but still they're three white dudes and sometimes that's just enough for people to be like i'm sick of white dudes totally get it you ain't got to explain it to me but uh i think they're very fucking funny and uh they they crack me to fuck up in addition to just being extremely in detailed and educational yeah. and i like that they give credit to where they get the information from which is a big thing going around in the um what is that what is it called that genre podcast karen what are they talking about crimes. true crime mm-hmm. yes the true crime podcast genre like there's a big kerfuffle right now about mm-hmm. people like reading articles or taking other people's research and kind of presenting it without as credit theirs. yeah I, yeah you could say as theirs i just, i prefer to say without credit that's true without and because you know it's not like i think you went and discovered like who the fuck mm-hmm. this woman was in 1903 you clearly got it from somewhere but you know they don't give a lot of credit so i i shout out to shout out to the last podcast on the left they stay giving credit and be like you can read more about it here yeah and uh the because i've heard about them and people have talked about them but the one i really sat down and listened with you on uh, mm. we listened to for a couple of days and i still haven't finished it i might go back and listen to it it's the bonnie and clyde that shit right there i was like well god damn because you hear about bonnie and clyde and everybody you know jay-z and beyonce doing videos you know like that's like historical but when you they actually talk about bonnie and clyde like the real people and their gang and the shit that they went through and how many times they got fucked up and shot you like holy shit i didn't realize it was like this yeah so i yeah i love that podcast and i you know i listen to a lot of stuff um lately you know i've been listening to um this is one called the secret lives of black women that's kind of newish that i like um so you know i'm always constantly kind of digging into some stuff and just seeing like okay like what's this about you know and then you know go from there and some i just check in with every once in a while and all that stuff but yeah i'm also attracted to like authentic hosts and stuff i don't i don't require that a host like line up with my politics i don't require that we agree on everything and i think with so many choices you can operate that way but i feel like feel like people are really missing out on this whole like i think they're just doing shit wrong trying to turn everything into a streamlined echo chamber of only their own opinion right and you don't grow us to me you don't grow us a person yeah i'm not saying you gotta go out and listen to some shit that just completely disrespects you where it's right. just like you know hey you know what i hate niggers and all this like you don't gotta go do that but like people are really on some on some some shit now where it's like i used to listen to this podcast all thousand episodes and then one day they said this and fuck them forever it's like yo what is wrong with you you know what i mean like they didn't turn to a new person in one second like so it's it's that kind of thing i'm just i'm not built that way Mm-mm. my husband used to question me a lot why i would stop listening to certain black podcasts i'll just say i realized it's not for me and that's okay absolutely right because everything ain't for you and just because it's black it don't mean it's something that you can jive with and that's okay exactly like i'm prone to do that where i'm like all right the stuff they talking about this ain't really my bag and i move on it's and most importantly i like i'm uh, shallow as it might sound also if you're just not entertaining i'm not doing it i'm sorry i don't i don't listen to anything for charity so i don't give a fuck what you can you can name your podcast anything you can have all the right check marks and balances and 
all that shit nobody listens to pod well not nobody i don't listen to podcasts to do you the favor so if your shit is boring i don't give a fuck you be my best friend your shit your podcast boring good luck good luck my nigga it's hard like this shit harder than it look man come on and all jokes aside and and, and 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 it's things that people don't understand when it comes to podcasting sometimes it ain't the fans sometimes it's just you and people yeah. don't want to admit that sometimes just because you black don't mean that the black audience is going to automatically navigate to you yeah. out of this obligation of supporting you just because you black or any job or any group of anything you're in correct it doesn't matter what check boxes you did your ass need to be like you have some gift of gab a lot of motherfuckers ain't got it Mm-mm. um but yeah I, I but same thing i stopped listening i don't be angry with them or nothing i, I just know. i just be like um i'm just like i don't listen to them right and and that's okay because everybody has different tastes because you know for some people that's their jam i'll be like i'm glad you found your jam and found your tribe baby and i would just say i realize not for me and that's okay i don't go around bad mouthing those podcasts everything isn't for everyone but when you find a podcast that you click with it's so special so thank y'all always for being yourselves and being awesome love y'all of mine and phil g replied i just wanted to say i tried arby's chicken sandwich for research whoever says it's better than almost any chicken sandwich is a liar the beat they beat mcdonald's and that's about it yeah I, I i like i said i had that chicken cordon blue from arby's and it made me sick and that was like y'all didn't even cook this all the way through and that's the last chicken sandwich i had from them niggas that was like 1994 okay i said you ain't got you ain't got to poison me but once okay you ain't gotta try to kill me but once raw chicken my nigga do you know what raw chicken can do to you Mm-mm. like what how did y'all Mm-mm. all right the poll is have you ever dated someone whose family didn't like you because uh i think we were someone wrote in they were talking about their relationship that they're in and how like their husband is white and he has a trump supporting family and all this shit um and so karen have you ever dated someone your family didn't like you did, did their family didn't like me no and i know me i wouldn't deal with that we couldn't be together that's just me yeah like the fuck is this you know i understand that i'm marrying you and it's us against the world but my god damn nigga i need to be able to come to a family function without a fucking fist fight no yeah me neither but we've been together forever have you ever dated someone's family didn't like you it's basically 50 50 52 said no 48 percent said yes that is so many people like one in two people wow like that is that's that common that that half half of the people are like yep well i I knew these motherfuckers ain't like me like i don't even know what to say to that because on the one hand i know people go like you're bringing your mate into this abusive situation but it's like if you are in love with somebody i don't know what the fuck you supposed to do hey i love you don't let's never go see my family or hey this is a crazy situation this is my family i do want to introduce you to them and shit but just understand they fucked up i, I don't know and i'm glad i don't have to find out Mm-mm. brooklyn shubay says i was married to someone whose family didn't like me lol so i guess the lol is was married Ooh, yeah shady dame says my first husband family didn't like me i didn't fall in line with their weird cultish way so i was being i was seen as being the weird one we were together for 20 years when he passed away from complications due to leukemia oh sorry to hear that Aww. rest in peace a month or so after he passed away his mother used her key to our home one that i was always against her having to break in and steal all of his pictures belongings and his urn what <gasps> i was obviously pissed and used that energy to take our kids and move the hell away from his family being married to a crazy ass family that hates you is one thing but sticking around those fuckers for no reason nope 
yeah no motherfuckers trying breaking in your house dog what is that if you can't call me on the phone and ask for this shit then you can't have it mark b says once i dated someone whose dad felt i stood out in the photos if you get me her mom seemed to like me though damn mark you was uh on some black.com shit <laughs> oh man uh dave from toronto canada says hi <laughs> i like how you added canada i only know of one toronto hi <laughs> in reference to people wanting to get your opinions on the issue of the day i just want to say one reason i listen to your podcast is sometimes i would some i sometimes will not invest time in a news story and wait for your coverage and other podcasts i listen to mainly for the viewpoint of others because i find it will i will gain perception that i have not thought of even if i agree or disagree ride a care and keep up the good work thanks dave Thank yeah man i mean like i said it, it's uh some uh, some days i feel it, it's just a matter of like balance because i don't mind giving my opinion but there's this switch in people's heads and you can kind of see it or sense it where they start thinking like d i'm gonna kill these niggas with my opinion like they need my opinion like i'm so important they need to see what i think about everything and you see it especially with social media giving us so much of a guide into each other's lives you see people that tweet all day like hot take hot take hot take hot take and and especially when you're giving these opinions in a world of people giving opinions you want your opinion to stand out so now you're going a little bit further than what the truth is so maybe the truth is you don't like jay-z and his cherry and what he's doing but when you tell that truth you now have to call him a shucking and jiving baboon coon blah 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 because you need your opinion to stick out from the next guy who's just gonna be like i don't i don't he's a coon and there's that part that i'm trying to avoid and i'm you know i have to be careful of the pitfalls of my own brain because everyone can get like everybody none of our brains is that fucking special that Mm-mm. oh no the dopamine of people retweeting and interacting with me it doesn't work in my brain yes the fuck it does so you have to be careful um anyway episode 1949 chicken related violence we had a couple uh, 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 uh couple comments far says man what you said about black people being republican if it weren't for racism is so trill hell we ain't even gotta go back that far a lot of black people were fucking with republicans during the george w bush years mm-hmm. i remember because that administration was doing a whole lot of outreach to black churches on the basis of social conservatism and the fact that w was putting people like powell and rice in positions of power yes, made sir. some black people feel at ease now it was never a sizable portion but it was enough to defeat i mean to definitely let me know that a lot of black people only fuck with black libertarian as it fits in their uh liberation i'm sorry as it fits in their respective lens of respectability yeah yep 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 it was a sad reminder that Chappelle's special response that just is like oh yeah i i don't know like this is the power of the internet i'm getting in this very small bubble of very liberal woke black people sometimes way more woke and liberal than i ever could be and i'm like oh this is how black people think and then i'm like wait wait nigga i'm black i hang out with niggas every day all day we don't talk like this and we don't even be talking about a lot of these topics Mm -mm. uh something that was eye-opening for me that really helped refocus me a couple weeks ago was the topics were like jay-z and kaepernick it was um jay-z and kaepernick it was uh dave chappelle and there was one more hot topic i can't remember maybe the chick maybe the chicken sandwich or something maybe maybe i'm not saying it was that one because i'm not sure 
but like i went to the basketball court um you know i hung out a few times all week nobody was talking about this shit because people outside of that bubble called twitter don't give a fuck and people that are constantly engaged online they fail to realize you turn that motherfucking phone and motherfucking computer off and you go talk to people that are not attached to social media who is that why the fuck you talking about them do you know them you gotta like like they'll start asking these questions that make you think oh this shit ain't that important yeah sometimes i find myself in conversations if i'm driving a conversation i'm actually the one almost giving the news right so i'm like oh y'all ain't heard about this and it's like nah they haven't and they don't or if they have heard they just don't think it's as important as i think you know and i'm like why do i think this is so important oh because i've just been reading the same people being retweeted the same people giving the same opinions the same thing trending and all this stuff like it really says something about what's happening that i'm more affected by the internet truth of it than my my real life truth you know i go to my parents house like we're watching stupid ass videos on youtube we're not cats and shit yeah we're not down there like debating fucking jay-z versus the internet none of us cares you know because ultimately none of us is going to be saved by it and so we're not elevating it to that no i don't know anyone who's boycotting the nfl and i don't mean that in a bad way like you know i don't hang out with them type of nick like no just in general the people i know they're like they might not even watch the nfl but it's not a kaepernick thing right online it's totally based around that so you know um it just reminds me of that um and then i remember like when chick-fil-a had the uh the, they first got exposed a few years ago is like um to th- their their owner gives money to these charities and blah blah, blah that uh hate hating organizations right that go overseas and just th- th- they wreak havoc in africa and shit and uh i remember seeing a busload of black people with chick-fil-a like they went at a church went and got a bus i remember that a few years ago right right yes and i remember watching like seeing that and i and i just had the same feeling i have now about like Chappelle. where i'm like oh that's right i in my mind i'm thinking of my parents i'm thinking of me i'm thinking of karen i'm thinking of our listeners i'm thinking of the people i know on social media but that's not all of blackness like you let online tell it we're all a bunch of like black socialists waiting for the revolution to strike and then you look at like life and it's like nah most of us are just trying to make it man we like so anyway all of that stuff where i'm uh, is what i was kind of feeling that week on the Chappelle special i watched and i can admit that dude can uh can just be funny based on his delivery alone it's annoying to me because he's known for being the genius and he's definitely earned that from previous work but the cognitive dissonance was yikes to me the clip you played was one that struck stuck out to me the most uh yeah and he had several like that i thought the thing with abortion and uh the me too movement was ridiculous more than anything i just wanted him to move the fuck on i just wish he'd get this shit out of his system and get out the whole lane where he feels the need to comment on lgbtq ish especially through this bullshit lens of rebelliousness like you can't be rebellious with the majority opinions exactly that's what bothers me about all this stuff is comics try to rebrand a common opinion that the yeah that the status quo is as revolutionary when it's not like you guys won't believe this i hate women like uh we will believe it because everyone does uh felix says i didn't watch or know about dave Chappelle until a few years ago probably due to me being a toddler when he was at his height 
uh these recent specials are my introduction to him and i can 100 percent see the appeal of his comedy i'm definitely one of those people that was into it until he started the transphobic stuff and started to sound like every hack com- comedian who's complained about people being sensitive if a joke bombs it bombs going on and on about it and turning into a crusade like this just makes me feel less inclined to watch his stuff despite enjoying most of it it's weird anyway kind of a weird hill to die on in my opinion i appreciated both of your thoughts on this though i'm still not that familiar with him as a person so getting some context context on him was insightful yeah and, and and in all fairness you know Dave Chappelle's comedic voice is not one of giving a lot of his personal business and Mm-mm. stuff so you he he wants to be the guy who's just like shows up to make the joke and that's fine you can be that guy but then at the same time when people are elevating it to genius level and using your social your jokes as social commentary for years and years on end it's okay for people to have expectations that you're going to continue to be that good and so for a lot of people they was like this wasn't as good as that so i you know i'm not really okay like i don't like the people that are mad that folks watched it or well then what are you watching for because they thought they don't know what to expect until you see it and you thought maybe he would uh say or do some things that you'd be like yo i appreciate him explaining it this way that's funny i'll remember that for the rest of my life come on uh the poll was are you playing fantasy football this year no i never play fantasy football i usually do but not this year and yes this is crazy 77 percent of our audience never plays fantasy football so i, I can yeah, believe like it like you said circles we run in uh some of them are completely stopped some of them still play some still do it usually but not this year 10 percent, and 13 percent said yes i'm in the 13 percent guys mm-hmm. playing with my college friends yeah. in, the, in the negro league yeah they won't give up we ask them every year they're like nope this the only time of the year we get to get together we doing this shit yeah and you know what i've kind of changed over it because what i used to have it i'd be fantasy football out i used to be three four five leagues deep right where you know we'd have some for the show you know people would like send in paypal money because i only play for money i can't pay for people that play for free are some weirdos i don't know what the fuck y'all doing but um you know you put in a little bit of money in the hat a hey, winner gets this much money second place this you know all that stuff and um that was kind of it every year and it started to be too much of a chore because mm-hmm. too much work it was hard too hard to keep up with everybody yeah you have to keep and you have to keep up with the money but then also you have to keep up with your teams and mm-hmm. who's on this team playing this guy yeah, and so all this you stuff. rooting for somebody and booing him at the same time because he's doing something good but he's affecting the other one it, yeah it becomes a lot so for me personally i was like i can't do it so now i'm only in one league and it's with my college friends called the negro league and uh, i i won that league last year so i'm def- defending my championship mm-hmm. i came in second i want to make that clip karen came in second uh she's very happy for that you know me I personally am. i'm proud for number two on a year where i come in second i consider it a lost year but you know mm-hmm. good for you karen mm-hmm. i'm glad that you uh got something out of it mm-hmm. uh hated to put you in second place but you know that's what happens when you go up against big daddy um but yeah it was uh you and i shame my number two i'm not shaming it i i think it's cute okay i mean i've never won it but you let me win it you know i you know what i take that back because you bought up the same thing i forget which i will 
yeah i was i was show my ass but now i was like i probably be done forgot mm-hmm that's okay you 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 did it you make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich you did you did good for us <laughs> for your skill level i mean it's it's an honor to even be beaten by me to be honest but um yeah it was and i'm not even gonna tell y'all how hard it was like cam newton was on my team last year anybody that remembers cam newton's season that was my starting quarterback last year and i had to figure something out okay but I, your boy did it okay he came through odell beckham jr was on my team nigga broke his ankle y'all i'm just saying your boy still found a way to persevere okay your boy came through on him let's not even go there all right <laughs> the panthers tight end was my tight end he died halfway through the season i found a way because champions do that um so this year um my team diamond and silk uh <laughs> i believe will continue to dominate and that's why i couldn't wait to beat my friend's asses all over again so we'll yeah, see we'll see how this year goes um my team uh megan the stallion knees we'll we're we, we gonna see if that's, our knees can get through it that's pretty resilient uh mark, come on a powerhouse mark b says do you think it's a maga dream come true to buy and sell strapping young bucks to work in their home fields i kid too much in season work to track all of that oh facebook oh, oh fantasy yeah i mean listen when i this is why i side with the owners when it came to kaepernick because i own a fantasy football team okay and i'm telling you right now if one of my players on my fantasy team took a knee i kick his black ass out the league and i tell everybody else on the don't pick him up <laughs> he is now blackballed as league commissioner and owner he is blacklisted he will not be playing okay we do not do anything to piss out the police in our uh the negro league okay we are all but we lives matter. the negro league we are all lives matter over here okay we support the police 100 percent uh charles h baker says i played fantasy football for a long time i stopped watching so much football and playing uh stop playing fantasy football because i really can't enjoy it anymore knowing the players are destroying their brains for our entertainment i wonder how much damage i did to my own brain playing in high school yeah that's a good question man mm-hmm. that was a lot of, that was a line for a few people right and that um, is understandable yeah but uh i won't lie guys i knew they was fucking their brains up a long time ago yeah I, I was i'm surprised how it seems like it's become common knowledge because I, I thought it was always common knowledge but Mm-mm. i thought i just thought people didn't care that's what like, i assume i'm old enough to remember y'all remember espn segment jacked up Mm-hmm. oh monday night football yeah, they had to stop doing that but yes like it like they they used to make a joke out of these niggas getting concussions you got jacked up and i mean they would literally get fucked up on the field like i had concussions as i've had concussions as a kid and uh it affected my brain forever like one of the things for me is um i can i don't get thirsty i drink i have to remind myself like drink water you know drink some water like it doesn't matter what activity i'm doing i don't get thirsty i have to be like oh yeah that drinking water everyone is stopping basketball to go drink some water right now i'm gonna get in line to drink some water with them you know and it just it used to didn't be that way and then i fucking got that concussion and then for years i didn't even know what it was i thought i had a uh i also got super sensitive to vitamin b after that i can't take a vitamin b like some people take vitamin b for energy if i do Mm -hmm. i can overexert myself because i'm not drinking water Mm. and i'm overexerting myself playing a, a activity and then next thing you know i'm fucking having migraines and uh you know dehydration and all this stuff and 
so yeah i if that happened to me from one concussion i can remember maybe it was two but definitely one for sure man these niggas was playing through concussions Mm-hmm. and it starts early for a lot of children as early as pop one the football as oh. soon as they start tackling each and other. i got mine at like 15 14 these some of these people getting them at like 30 25 like it ain't right it's not okay like their brain is gonna be fucked up you know so uh and there's literally nothing you can do about it in that sport really they can do all that targeting helmet thing someone gonna get a concussion because the nfl and this grown men trying to hurt each other but yeah not only uh concussion you're talking about the breakdown of the body because you literally uh, it's it's almost like you literally take monster trucks and you literally crash them into each other going full speed right even just hitting the ground come on and the ground don't fucking give come on i just wanted to I, do it too i know <laughs> i learned the hard way the ground the ground is oh, hard oh you learned the hard way mm-hmm. oh, oh okay i guess none of us learned Mm-mm the ground i guess it mm-hmm. gives for everybody else karen apparently it does but for one. my black ass it don't that shit hurt <laughs> i'm here to tell you as a person that has fallen okay i don't know if any of y'all have done this but let me give you a testimonial it hurt <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> it don't move it don't give it but like i got you bitch i know most of y'all will never fall in your lives I, but, but i hope you don't but as some of us that have fallen okay it's only a few of us out here that bitch called the ground is unforgiving and none honey she's she's an ass this ground you heard about this ground i don't know if y'all heard about i don't know if you heard about her i don't know if y'all heard about the ground okay this shit is serious but she always there she always gonna let you know you reach out and touch me bitch i'ma hit you back it's not a game okay no it is not the ground is out here waiting on you to, to fall off just what, so it, good. The, shit, the ground is hoping that you fall. They actually put shit in mm-hmm. your way so y'all can meet each other. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this, for giving out that PSA. Nobody would have known. Uh, should it be against the law to respond to a 911 call that way? Uh, we're talking about the woman that had the 911 call that was, uh, very unbothered and then the woman ended up dying. Mm-hmm. Yes, 23% thinks it should be against the law to be that way agreed 26% say it's unsavory but it shouldn't be illegal and 51% say not illegal but she should be fired um I don't know where I fall I, I this I feel so bad man this is like that time that girl and she did go to jail I think but the girl who told the boy to kill the to commit get back in the car commit suicide and I was like I don't know what you do with that one because she wasn't there she didn't do it herself but then she didn't talk him out of it and she's encouraging him to get back in the car you know that means likely he's gonna die like you know and i had to see that documentary before i was like all right i can see like more of a case for why her ass need to go to jail but the the just the 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 debate of it the the theory of it right i struggle with being like yeah you gotta go to jail for that now now for that i could understand but she's also not a professional my thing is this this is a professional you call for help right you get paid to do this you deal with the general public i know she didn't cuss her out call her bitch or whore none of that shit i mean and i understand people who feel like she was not quote unquote unprofessional but at the same time there has to be a line where you're like well goddamn, your whole job is fucking customer service mm-hmm. if she was like a regular customer service operator they'd be like bitch you gone what's the difference and then people don't deal with life and death what's the between that and what she's doing yeah yeah you ain't wrong 
anyway uh mimi says man that is a nightmare i hate to sound like a heartless person but if she was nice on the phone that person still would have died the job is not customer service as far as nice deeds it is to gather the information and give it to dispatch so the officers and first responders can quickly address the crisis i was wondering about her asking about the color of her car like did someone respond as if they were going to get her would she have been better off if they would she would have gotten out of the car it seemed like she that rude lady had some sort of response for someone somewhere as if they had eyes on the car yeah i don't know mark b says what can i say at least she's not a cop even she knew she didn't need to be there since that was her last day yes that's the other part that's her last day so she can't be punished like she's not gonna get you know it's not against the law and she ain't gonna lose her job so. yeah and my, and my thing is i do understand what they were saying woman probably could have probably could have died anyway i don't understand it but from my perspective if this is my family member and i and they died i'd be like bitch why are you talking rude to my family member like like my loved one died and you're you were not there to actually help talk them through the situation in a professional manner that that's my thing um and you know maybe i'm the one that's crazy and too passionate about it but i will be highly upset if you talk to my family member like this no i'm not blaming you for the death because that was beyond your control but at least you could have done something to help calm them down that's your fucking job to help calm people call you screaming and hollering getting stabbed robbed all types of shit gunshot wounds in the background this is not like this is not your first time dealing with somebody in the panic all i can say is it feel like something should be wrong but i don't know you know like i i, I admit right. i don't know about going to prison but right no it just feel like what she did was wrong and and, and put like this i understand people to go well she didn't deserve to be fired okay suspension or something but the whole situation that was the last day so she didn't give a fuck yeah it feels weird that you know when the dude came out i was like there was nothing wrong about to call it all and and that and i think that's when my outrage came right from y'all saying your her fucking job is customer service i, I do understand that you know she's not trying to you the woman's not coming to buy a product but you know what she fucking pays taxes so as far as i'm concerned it's goddamn customer service yeah i like i said uh uh next one was episode 1951 what is canceled anyway trey writes in i absolutely loved that black woman being introverted in white workspaces article and definitely could relate as an introverted black man one of the main things i hate as it relates to this type of situation is having to taper your own emotions as a black introvert in a working work environment while some other employees can do whatever sometimes i definitely feel that forced talk about yourself or die motherfucker vibe that we have to deal with sometimes in the work environment is plain exhausting when you go home from work you just have to crash and recharge but i try to meditate exercise listen to music listen to y'all's podcast which is always a big help or do whatever to, to keep positive vibes going to keep the stress down yeah i think also uh as an introvert male is is a little different because i'm not expected to necessarily put people at ease while they might you know have misgivings about the fact i'm not talking and they will infer some things about me that are less than uh less than stellar if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but there's this other thing with black women specifically that's like you need to come in here and almost like take care of my emotions right and you're not doing that you know so but but absolutely I, i feel you as an introverted black dude like that's definitely a thing that i just didn't understand at work karen thank you for saying that about black people not being allowed to enjoy something you gotta ask some folks some days man do y'all motherfuckers like anything shit 
right that's how it makes you feel lol just want to send this message to the overly woke crowd i love appreciate y'all passion for for your activism and your people but please learn to balance the shit out with some joy in your lives in any way you can find it Mm -hmm. i'm like y'all gonna die of heart attacks and strokes and blood pressure like literally being angry like that actually affects your body yeah what's interesting is i feel like sometimes i like everything and i don't know if it's just Mm -hmm. a thing where if i put enough time into something i will find a way to like that shit like yeah i'm not trying to be a person that wastes my time yeah you got that running joke about me but that is a true thing it's it's things that i really now there are things that i don't like they do exist but yeah you know right it's running joke roger laughs at me about how i like everything but it's overall a true statement but i try to find some goodness in everything the same that i'm investing time into and if not then i just stop investing time into it but um that was one of the things about uh that but that's one of the things about social media is that there's a lot of communities formed around dislike Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of pressure to be on the dislike side of things um and with these woke niggas they like woke shit until they get it right that's when it's a trap to even start fucking with them because eventually the shit is gonna do something or some or they like it's gonna violate some weird fucking like one percent ass tenant that they hold and one percent i don't mean one percent of richness i just mean like there's one percent of people on the earth that feel like i won't watch this unless it has blank in it and it's like well okay you get that thing if it doesn't shot if it doesn't check every last one of your marks you're gonna be like fuck this thing and who wants to cater that art to that audience you make it hard to be a black creative you make it harder than it already is as a black creative in a lot of white run spaces you make it worse yeah did you complain about how the shit got canceled because what number three of y'all watching it it was not worth the investment like sometimes and you could tell man like i'll and i i try not to 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 even talk bad about these things uh but sometimes i'll watch something i won't name names but and i'll be like oh this is just checking all the woke boxes it's not like it's not actually whether or not it's delivering a plot it's just like we have to make the right things happen because this is what twitter or whatever gets mad at other shows about so hey we got this character on here and you know they like we have to make them a certain type of way we have to experience things a different type of you know the storyline has to go this cliche instead of the cliche of this it has to go the complete opposite because we need people to check in and it's like well to me that's just pandering the other way like just write your story let people hate or dislike the characters make people love the characters they love we never know and a lot of my favorite stuff is stuff that's quote-unquote problematic you know and where people are flawed and my thing is with the woke folks they always say the same what do they always say everything is problematic mm-hmm. well if everything's problematic why are you fucking mad all the time if all of it got a problem somewhere then calm the fuck down you don't got to point them all out ain't get no you don't get no 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 extra credit nobody's paying you for this <laughs> you know anyway uh he says um uh da, 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 and oh just fyi people ain't gonna want to be around y'all asses you keep on uh rod that smell this uh oh yeah that come smell this is too real bro thanks again rod and karen yeah thank you thank you yeah even need you hit me up on twitter I was like that's what it is and i was like yeah and i'm not and for the record this is not me saying like never share anything bad no right. i'm not saying Mm-mm. that but there's some people whose whole vibe is something bad happened 
come look at this y'all something bad happened come look at this y'all That's something bad happened come look at this y'all somebody tweeted something crazy let me he got three followers i went and found a motherfucker come look at this y'all mm-hmm. some people that's all they do all Going day on their timeline that's yeah. what you see i'm like damn man I, I was about to make an example but it probably would uh point out exactly what i'm talking about in this situation and i'm i'm just gonna keep it to myself but no and i saw something yesterday that was about a celebrity mm-hmm. that was dating somebody that people didn't approve of and i was like have you turned your whole life into this celebrity dating this motherfucker that's crazy some people do you don't know them Mm-mm. they don't owe you shit like i said the event happened and they will ride that event out like this is you should go you know what they doing you know what that celebrity is doing on friday night fucking that problematic nigga you know what i'm saying like out living life not worried about this shit go live your life don't let it be based around these motherfuckers living in a in a box on your phone they're not it's not that's not it shouldn't be able to get to you that much come on it just my opinion is it shouldn't get to you that much give a fuck anyway um lastly um what does cancel and by the way i didn't say nothing to bother anybody with it because it don't mean that much to me either like Mm -hmm. fuck it you want to be mad all day be mad but i just don't want to partake in it but it's but i think what it is and uh shout out to dj ben on me he was on uh fan bros i was listening to this uh for our nerd sorry about that i put a dollar in the jar uh and he talked about how even he realized when he changed up his twitter style from like being like negative all the time and look at i'm reading people for filth and look at this look at what this person wrote and what they said in this comic book i hate this part thing and he said he used to get so many retweets and comments and replies and he said when he switched it to being like i'm gonna stop talking negative about these people because they're creators they're trying to do their best for the most part maybe i don't like it but i don't have to harp on what i don't like and i'm not showing enough love to what i do like and he was like nobody want to hear that shit nope and that's a lot less response and i think that's that's a truism for a lot of social media and it should talk to us about what is social media doing to our brains right there because if you if the dopamine only hits you when you say things that are literally making you upset seems like you're telling your brain you're 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 educating your brain whatever you want to say uh you're you're conditioning your brain that's what i want to say you're conditioning your brain to say i need to stay in a place of anger i need to stay in a place of sadness i need to stay in a place of outrage because that's the only time i'm getting fed i'm only getting attention in those places uh what does canceled mean to you they will no longer have a career death this person will go away for a bit but they'll return eventually or i'll never hear from them or see the person again karen what does canceled mean to you of those four I think it means they'll go away, but they'll return. Okay, that's forty-eight uh, percent of people agree with you, which is yeah. the highest result. I do. I, I think the conversation and me thinking about it some more caused me to be there, get 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 to that point. Particularly when you said it's like a, a TV show, that's when it kind of it clicked to me because I was like, "You let the motherfuckers tell it online, cancel me, you die." Like the fuck is this? Well, it's, it's just people say shit like, and it's because they participate in this harassment culture, mm-hmm. which is what it really is they they participate in the online harassment and then they go well the person didn't die 
and they didn't lose every single thing they ever had so it's not real and i'm like no that's a lie it is real Mm -hmm. because it can affect things and i have seen it affect things we've all seen it because y'all celebrate when it happens when someone loses a tv show when someone loses a gig when someone has to cancel events i've seen you guys celebrate it so it so to say it's not real is your way of being like i'm a good person and i'm not harming anybody with this no it's absolutely real people are harmed by it that's the intent of the purpose so it's like saying a gun isn't real because when i shot 50 cent he didn't die well you shot him nine times and he got put in the hospital and he still walks with a limp you it, it is real it just didn't you didn't kill him the way you wanted to kill him right. i've decided to coin it a different name now and maybe this will help you know at least people around me uh accurately depict what it's called what it should be called it's not cancel culture it should be called postpone culture yeah because you really just postpone this shit <laughs> like you're not you're not getting kevin hart temporarily to, suspended culture. yeah 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 it, it'll, he'll be back okay it's like postpone culture is real then okay you don't like cancel culture is not real cool that's that makes you feel bad postpone culture is real motherfuckers are postponing the fuck out of some of these events because they like i don't know when they're gonna get off my ass but i'm gonna have to go away for a while okay and i think that's 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 kind of uh the truth and then also the reason they don't want to say it's real is because they don't want to acknowledge the people they're doing it to it's affecting them mentally and uh and and all that other stuff right um because they just like no 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 they're so above me they don't even care it's like nah they we've seen muff Nicki minaj is retiring this week yes y'all that shit does bother those people you say it doesn't it clearly does um anyway uh 48 say they'll they'll go away for a bit and come back two percent say death Ooh, y'all are twisted 33 y'all won't drag about the streets 33 percent say they would no longer have a career and 17 percent say i'll never hear or see from these this person again which adds to 50 percent. so basically 50 percent of y'all think you're the person will no longer have a career or you'll never hear or see from this person again is the only thing that counts as canceled which is wild and then they throw in that two percent that say death Woo, that's a lot yeah because you know what that shit ain't the real life everybody done fucked up everybody done fucked up did something wrong did something disappointed everybody you ain't go away you ain't disappear you ain't die you were allowed to come back <laughs> so 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 i guess i guess that's why I, I i see the hypocrisy in that in my opinion to be like no 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 the most people are only saying it's because it's a celebrity uh so alicia says i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say nate parker was media trained by matthew knowles i don't don't what what matthew knows be doing i, I don't mm-hmm. know enough about matthew knows me either uh i just know he exists michelle says i think cancel should be a combination of going away for a while and not having a career depending on the severity of the offense if it's bad enough then they should have to find a new career so i'm not saying they can't make money i just think they should have to make it another way yeah and i mean that's the uh, that's the ugly part about talent and all this other shit a lot of these motherfuckers as long as they can entertain people they're not gonna go away mm-hmm. like i mean they're not gonna lose their career like that which is crazy because we see we know it can happen you just need to piss the right people off the right people. and the people we around ain't the right people Mm-mm. the right people Y'all ain't got no power yeah like nfl owners right people nfl fans not the, the right people. people uh star bar 2000 says 
i think being canceled for the most part means the person brand should no longer have a career but because of internet culture there are so many things that make cancellation temporary our attention spans are much shorter there's a new buzzworthy phenomenon happening every 30 seconds there's no longer mysterious powers that be who determine who gets to be successful and who gets blackballed like in the 90s before the internet yeah that's why kaepernick's blackballing is so makes so much more sense because it's only 30 people have to agree you see what i'm saying but if i want to blackball louis ck you know how many comedy store like comedy club owners uh streaming services tv channels executives movie producers too many people have to agree and that's not that's impossible it's not gonna happen right that's why i was like people talk about losing careers and stuff that's not gonna yeah. happen blackball from a sport much easier mm-hmm. and let's not forget that if you're super talented and possess the ability to make money for people you can't possibly have the complexity to also you uh to be also be a heinous human being who deserves repercussions of your terrible actions <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of people like i but i like his music so he couldn't possibly be a child rapist all in all i agree with karen's sentiment that nobody gets canceled instead of calling it cancel culture it should be more accurately branded as rain check culture postpone okay i'm I'm going to postpone but rain check culture that's also right in the same vein okay i'm not gonna try to trademark it like taco tuesday so (laughs) feel free to use whichever you prefer but yeah that's a great name for it too it's just rain checks and lastly tulip piggy bank 1952 was the episode had eight comments Ooh, y'all had lots to say about yes, this one y'all did. uh let me scroll on down to see what these comments doing jared says dang y'all were able to fit in so much in this episode i especially like how much you two talked about spent talking about hong kong and the protests happening here i personally witnessed one of the early protests while on a date i was able to see up and close to personal how organized they are and most importantly how much they care for each other there's very much a sense of community people handing out water masks and hard hats if you need there are frontliners who are the ones who you've actually seen dealing with tear gases and throwing petrol bombs uh there are those in the middle and in the back helping to bring supplies to the frontliners and helping get injured people out of harm's way mm. despite carrie lamb's withdrawing the bill i carrie lamb withdrawing the bill i don't see protesters losing the same energy they've had for months if anything i think this will make them even more defined and less likely to back down i'm curious to see how beijing responds if protests continue to result in clashes with the police thanks for providing laughs during such an uncertain time thanks jaris thank you and you be safe over there baby Brooklyn shubay says normally i don't give a fuck about azalea banks or her angry toxic twitter fingers but her comments about lizzo Lil Nas x and cardi b boil my water can't black people just make music that makes us dance and sing along who cares what white people think race is going to hate us even at our most respectable i.e michelle obama i just got into lizzo and love her music it makes me feel seen as a big black sexual woman like missy before her cardi b and megan the stallion make me feel good and they not hurt no one with their jams sigh also harry potter books are actually 20 years old lol sorry for being a well actually listener mm-hmm. thanks for ex- know. thanks for exploring the hong kong protest you really informed me well thank you brooklyn shoe babe we appreciate you well actually and all and um yeah i agree man the only thing i really forgot to mention in that conversation and it's it's on me because um i don't ever want to be one of these people but i kind of was but i really just think something or maybe i mentioned it, i didn't i forgot to, whatever i think something's wrong with isaiah banks i think she has real issues that are much bigger than music agree and it, that's why she's always the common denominator in everything is this fury inside of her and this idea that 
everyone's getting over on her and all this shit so i think she has some serious issues i don't know what they are i'm not her a fucking psychiatrist or whatever but mm-hmm. it, it, it it like the she don't protest too much think pretty smart says i didn't spend 12 freezing winters in detroit for one of our most cherished musical contributions to be gentrified by trevor clearly he didn't either because had he <laughs> he'd respect the sacred nature of the midwestern blessing that is so cold it's so cold in the d mm-hmm yeah he was saying nigga too Amani says y'all sitting over there judging this pastor for banning harry potter but can't tell the demon in your own home Karen starts reading them books and all of a sudden she getting stopped by killer birds coincidence i think not <laughs> ask that bird gate felix says karen's reaction to the zelia bank story was the same as mine honestly the only time she ever really trans now is when she's shitting on other people's success in really mean-spirited ways it's so sad seeing this is all she does now especially after how much people rooted for her in the beginning yeah that's what that's what happened you, i'm rooting for everybody black and then you're like oh this motherfucker right here though uh trey says thank you all for mentioning the hong kong protesters they really are doing the damn thing over there i hope american protesters learn from them the way they dispose of tear gas cans is amazing they worked as a team that shit was beautiful laugh my ass off little fucking hick towns karen daisy credit union really needs to get some help in and and dwight from real housewife of atlanta voice uh who is the person calling herself a music artist with no music (laughs) uh i hope i hope she gets some therapy and meds if she needs them that's all i got for azalea karen i'm so glad that you're gonna start reading the harry potter books you will love them thanks again you too trey oh lakita says a couple years ago i heard a few stories about azalea and i didn't know who she was so i looked up her music before i actually dismissed her based on her beyonce comments her music made me feel like she could probably use all that hating energy to make some better music although i've heard rumors that she's quite talented you wouldn't know it with her only being mentioned uh when being a garbage person yeah i don't that's the other thing too like with some celebrities it's like you could tell that trolling is part of getting people to their music Mm -hmm. or whatever she don't seem like that's uh like there's a plan b like and this is how i get paid it just seemed like she really having some real issues uh and sydney says so i fucked around and watched all eight episodes of active shooter it's crazy how desensitized and how and how cautious i've become over the years lots of process sydney queen of the short comment thank you mm. yeah and I, I agree with you on that uh little stuff i think about now i'm like i didn't think about this years before all these fucking mass shootings but mm. you know every time i go to my niece's school or mm-hmm. every time i go in a movie theater mm-hmm. You know, and that's really how they win. You know, that's what those white supremacists wanted. Uh, do you think praying can change the path of a hurricane? No or yes? Because Mary Ann Williamson said it can. Karen? Not, no. Her positive thinking, the way she, no, not the way she defined it, no. Okay, but there is a version of praying that can change the path of a hurricane? Mm. You said not the way she defined it, so it makes it sound like there's another definition where you can pray and then the hurricane will go hit some people that you don't you don't want no but then no 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 okay, no okay okay like this if you praying that somebody gets harmed or hurt no I no don't. i mean no you praying away from you but i mean it's still a fucking hurricane that means right, it's, going, it's, a hurricane. it's going towards somebody else somewhere so i mean i'm just saying that's 
it sounds like you believe that you can it so it sounds like it's really I, I, a yes I, I mean you can i mean pray for people's safety and shit like that i mean i'm not talking about you be praying people hurt harm and danger it's like no go on over there and hit them homosexuals no i don't believe in that shit no well i personally do believe you can pray to change path or hurricane because i pray it into my enemies y'all that's what i do now it hasn't been working but i'm gonna keep trying okay i'm just like can it just only hit trump just only him nobody not, else not <laughs> just make his way right on down the road miss everybody else please lord please just hit the over office of the white house and the, when he's in there by itself lord please just lord jesus time it just right just uh right right when they're deboarding hurricane uh the, uh deboarding uh air force one and everybody else has gotten off but he wants to get off last because he wants to make an entrance lord please just let the hurricane take the plane and smash it into a tree lord jesus please in one and th- roll name, it away in your name i pray just drown just him just Let drown else everybody pray. else can live but just drown donald trump uh all right uh <laughs> anyway 90 percent of the people say no it cannot change the path of the hurricane and 10 percent say yes so good yeah good n- not that it can change the here's path my question no. if y'all 10 percent believe that i'm gonna have to blame y'all for all this death and destruction because it sounds like y'all didn't care enough and marianne williamson was right phil g says i was hoping and wishing for a job that i didn't have me they didn't have me coming in at seven and that gave me a four-day weekend for labor day and i got laid off that friday so maybe it does but i vote oh. no because i asked for another job before that happened oh so you got like half of the prayer answered ah. uh, <laughs> 50 50 i mean look man hey look hey, yeah, that's better than zero to a hey, guy was like run me back man let's go three out of four okay three out of five all right um all right we have uh some voicemails to get to and then we have the emails the blackout tips at gmail.com is the email line um uh, is the email uh address and then the uh voicemail line is uh 704-557-0186 hey rod hey karen um my name is o'neill from new orleans louisiana uh, i just wanted to give you guys a quick call i'm a huge fan of the show um, I was listening to the recent feedback episode, and, you know, when you spoke about, um, you know, the audience not really hearing you about um, when you say you don't do cancel culture, um, you don't boycott, you know, and it's like you say these things over and over again, and we don't hear you, but, um, you know, it definitely adds a different perspective when I listen to you guys, because it's so true, and we should listen when you say those things, um, but also, man, you said a word when you said that uh, you created this little conscience in, uh, in all of us to do better when we're listening to something and we know that we shouldn't be doing or we shouldn't joke about something. And for that, man, thank you and making the world a better place. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. I was like, and then, cause normally when people start, uh, saying something like that, it, like, it the, turn left the end of like, is oh. like, and that's why your bitch ass need to be canceling people, you old punk ass nigga. You think you better than somebody? You think you better than oh, me? Like, I thought it was going thank there. Thank you, sweet. That was so sweet. But, but, but real talk though, isn't, I'm not just saying that for me. I listen to a lot of shows where the things they're talking about make me think about things differently. Mm-hmm. And if I can't parse that out, if I can't logically figure out like why am I feeling this way or ex- or or more importantly be accepting of the fact that I feel the way I feel because I think what happens is 
in our rationalization we start we do things and then we attack everyone else right so it's like um for example if i say you shouldn't y'all listen to eminem and eminem be saying all these homophobic slurs in his music and y'all just y'all do that but y'all also think y'all cool with gay people well okay then not then if, if your point of view is i can't be um i can't be pro lgbtq and also have enjoyed eminem's music at any point or still enjoy it or whatever then in your mind i'll never be pro lgbtq and i have to accept that i right your definition is your definition and if that means i'm judged by it then i'm judged by it now if i'm affected by it to the point where i'm like well you know what i'm not gonna listen to eminem anymore because uh that person made me think about this and i do enjoy this thing and i and i feel bad for enjoying this thing and i shouldn't and or 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 maybe i just no longer enjoy this thing anymore right i listen to it and i don't enjoy it anymore cool you know but what happens for most that's how i normally try to go through it right one of those two answers typically and i also accept that i'm you know not perfect so so i'm i'm a bit ignorant at times you know what i'm saying so we all are yeah so so i understand i'm not gonna fit into these perfect righteous patterns every single time but there's this other thing that happens with folks where then they turn around and they attack the person that informed them of that hypocrisy because they lashing out and that's the thing that happens to me sometimes people will lash out at me i didn't say anything i'm saying how i feel about the thing how i feel doesn't determine what you do and don't do or how you should feel actually right my mic this thing that we do is for us mm-hmm. and we let people into our line of thought all this stuff but there are some people that really feel like we you disagreed or we or there's something i'm doing and now i'm thinking of you and i want to reach out to you and if that is a thing that is happening to you right like you, you gotta come find me because i'm the one because i don't enjoy it you gotta come find me and be like no it do make sense come on man like that's you that's something inside of you talking that's not me but if if it's if it's one of the isms or the obias or whatever and and it's if that's what it is and it's making you feel that way like man maybe i'm islamophobic because rod said some shit and it's bothering me good good and i will take let you be bothered i'll take that i don't care so some people should be bothered that's what's gonna have to happen for things to change some people gonna have to feel a little bit bad some people gonna have to think out there when i'm dead and gone i hope people look back and think yo man a lot of the shit he was bringing up man it made sense or it challenged me in a way to be a little bit empathetic or whatever i know i'm an empath and i can't really turn this shit off so it's not really uh uh, i try my best to to limit it so i know sometimes it ain't always for the best either but yeah if 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 a little more empathy a little more thoughtfulness is out in the world because of the black guy who tips yeah we'll gladly take that you know so be mad i don't you know not you but them dudes that hit me up like i knew you hey well at least you knew you was thinking about something bigger than dave Chappelle for a second hey rod hey karen this is for the feedback show it's Lashonda, the doctor how you doing oh shit i am listening to what is canceled and the introvert conversation and it is so interesting that you mentioned um how they don't want you to talk too much um a few years ago, a colleague, a well-meaning, quote-unquote, colleague told me that 
you know, I'm very competent in my job, but I don't smile enough, and I need to speak up more. And people kept telling me to speak up more. And so I'm someone who will sit back and observe and observe and process, and then I'll speak when I feel there's something to be said. Well, when I started doing that, I was told by the VP of our organization that I could not ask questions. And she told me that in a very public setting during a division meeting. And now that I don't speak anymore, she's back to why you don't speak. And I'm like, because you told me I couldn't anymore. So you're very much right about that. Um, I'm not hypercritical, but if something doesn't make sense, I'll ask a question about it. But that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear the praise all the time. They want you to be the cheerleader, and that's just not me, and that's not my job to talk, tap dance. So definitely feeling you on that one. Um, you guys stay sweet and wonderful as always. Love you. Bye. Aw. Thank you, Doc. Thank you. And yes. And yeah. That mm-hmm. right there will make you want to cuss a motherfucker out. But bitch, you, you said Mm-hmm. because what had happened is that whatever you said they didn't like whatever you said didn't make them feel good whatever you said didn't get them praised whatever you said challenged or whatever you said may have embarrassed her or she might not have had the answer to answer your question and she didn't want to tell you that she was going to research because she probably wasn't so instead of, and my thing is that's something that if she felt that way doing it in a big public format like that is not the proper way to do she shouldn't have did it at all being a professional but if this was something she was going to do, she should have put you to the side. Because it's one of the things, well, bitch, you can't have it both ways. You, either, either I'm going to talk or I ain't. Yeah, uh, I absolutely feel you on that. And I do that myself where you ain't got to hit me but once in but a lot of situations. Once. So if you tell me some shit like, hey, we don't want you talking. Or, All right, then, cool, dog. Thank, appreciate it. Uh, I won't be bringing up shit during meetings. But what happens is people say shit in the moment that they don't really mean. Mm-mm and they always come back to you later like oh yeah um so i noticed you weren't talking bitch you told me not to talk i i didn't walk into work like i ain't talking to nobody you told me stay at my desk you told me uh, like these are things i remember like like people (laughs) it's never a threat but it is uh, but i do take it serious it might come off as a warning but when people say something to me sideways about some like something where i feel like this is maybe they're being a little overzealous i'm still gonna take it into under advisement me too so even if i think you're wrong but for the sake of the peace you tell me something like uh hey man when you see me don't talk to me no more i will say you don't have to worry about that ever again there was a young man i played basketball with um cool guy we got along just fine but there was a thing where he was having a disagreement with someone and i was trying to tell him as an older statesman like hey man you know this is a way you can handle this in the future where you don't even have to worry about this guy anymore and he was still venting and and then he started turning on me and then he was like man don't talk to me don't talk to me man don't talk to me no more i said you know what kendall you don't ever have to worry about me talking to you again don't even worry about it not mad at you at all like totally uh, like the same way i gave you a solution to your problem and you was like fuck that shit i'm gonna give myself a solution to our problem and i'm not gonna say fuck my own advice and it was he he's a good kid man so the next time i saw him i think he really regretted and felt bad about how he was talking to me and he apologized and we cool still like i told him all right cool well all right i fuck with you. i'm not petty 
like i'm not gonna be like i'm still not talking to you like i was like all right cool players fuck up shit happens in the moment glad you uh calmed down and he was like and i took your advice and all that shit i said cool bro i'm you know what I'm saying all i want is the best for you i'm not sitting over here trying to to mock you or joke you but that like but i do take that shit when you talk to me i take it serious so yeah that that's what happens at work too all right we're about to get to the break okay uh real quick let me pause it all right karen what i was gonna say is this and i will continue to say this corporate america uh, the way it's designed even higher education was never designed for any brown people particularly black people in mind so it's a predominantly white space and white people have their own language that they speak to each other that's unknown to niggas just like we have our language is unknown to them so when you walk into these spaces they have a culture and a language and a way of communicating with each other that most of us are oblivious to and unless you have had somebody to go down those channels they can't you don't know the code words you don't know the language because you know we as black people in general we'll just flat tell you how they how i feel like i don't like this nigga i don't like that like we're very very you know in our own culture we're very straightforward with each other in most instances with with shit like that they won't that they'll say things use cold words use cold languages and look and that shit is fucking confusing it's a lot of black people that have lost jobs and they have no fucking idea why nobody set them down nobody told them what they did wrong you keep getting rolled up in human resources and everybody's fucking you're fucking confused and you don't know why and it's because they don't really uh, in general they don't really want us there they don't really understand us nobody actually wants to teach us and train us through the culture and um once you get hip to the game a lot of times they're afraid of you because guess what bitch i can go to human resources too i know how like once you get hip to the game oh i know how 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 the how to navigate and operate the system um and so for me uh piggybacking on uh what she said is for for me i got to the point where a lot of times i'm really good at but like this i had to get better with my face because my face used to show exactly how i felt about things but i had to learn how to to make a like a blank face and when people just say just the wildest shit that you know we quote unquote we would consider disrespectful and shit even they would consider disrespectful to each other um but because you're black you can't respond the way that a white person because you know white people get catty with each other at work some shit that would be quote unquote completely unacceptable if you was to say anything and so um i had to learn how to get my face together so like you said i've been in a situation where you know they were like don't say nothing so then when i'm like you got anything i have nothing to say nothing Mm -mm, nothing no comments Mm -mm, nothing Mm -mm, nothing 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 you want nothing bitch you got nothing like roger said words mean things and i take because i've been in corporate marriage long enough i take things into advisement they might forget but i have it you know they might she might have even forgot that she told you that but you remember and so since you remember you said put like this you can't set a standard and then be mad at me because i remember the standards that you set because i'm not going through this fucking because it's an emotional roller coaster for you they don't understand that because i'm gonna get to speak it again you're gonna remember oh yeah this is why i told you to shut the fuck up and then you're gonna be like don't talk no more we're not gonna do this you tell me this once once it's like right so you ain't got to hit me for once once is all i need because i had a manager like that at my old job so once i understood that you asking me but you already know the answer to it so why are you asking me if you already determined what you want to do fucking my opinion don't matter and once i understood that i'm like whatever you want whatever you want that was the answer to everything whatever you want and, and now so you have to learn how to make it peak but and it's very fucking frustrating because in general a lot of white people never have to deal with that in the working environment like they never have to deal with these things these microaggressions you know because she felt comfortable doing that to you but i actually would she do that to another co-worker that she felt would book back at her no well then that's the problem 
yeah i think also um they don't expect you to also take that advice like or that the, when they go hey i don't want you asking more questions they expect you to also forget about the thing they did despite not apologizing despite you know never having a moment where they actually sat down and said i was wrong for that or you know i didn't mean i don't i didn't actually mean that like nah they just expect you to magically read that fucking mind and two weeks from now now you know that it is okay to ask questions to mean you know so but, but shout out to uh the doctor for holding on to that because i would for, too for real i don't play that you uh did, for real you'd have got the blank face no I, and and i but i you said you ain't want to speak no more so i'm just you know i'm just abiding right. by and tell her to a fact, i'm just abiding by the standards that in the practices that you set right like this ain't like i'm not gonna i like and that's the other thing when you're a black woman in these conversations uh you're also worried that you're going to fit that angry black woman stereotype for saying anything so so now you don't want to be even though you're valid and it's perfectly reasonable to be angry now you don't want to um say shit back to them because it's like uh if i fucking say some shit back to you it's like i'm the asshole and i'm now the angry black woman and you're gonna walk around the office i told you that Lashonda had, had an attitude i told you when when she asked that question because like i said i got i had it on my permanent record for a fucking email for years i worked there for like 13 15 years on my permanent record dog like what kind of asshole would do that wouldn't never go back and take it off even after i proved myself 10 years later you didn't think because it, it was an afterthought to you you just wanted to reprimand me in the in in, despite anything i said you were going to reprimand me and then essentially call me a liar by reprimanding me because i told you no that's not how i meant it well i'm still reprimanding you okay all right anyway emails the blackout to the gmail.com we got a few alicia says sugar grits lover i am attempting to get you on the team look what i found pumpkin spice sugar grits recipe yeah see i don't want to make it myself i will get some maybe if i see it on a menu somewhere i this is now work okay and if i'm going to be making something at home i'm going to be making something i know i'm going to enjoy or that i really want to experiment with like i made my parents some uh catfish stew yesterday and brought it down the house mm-hmm. some of that catfish your daddy caught yeah yeah uh, i don't know if you guys know the story of the uh oh have i talked about this no, i don't think so uh so i made some coconut curry chowder except i used uh no coconut chowder except instead of uh conch i used shrimp and scallops and it was good i made it a few times but to me this is my best batch and so it was delicious it's spicy i used some of my dad's peppers he gave me and uh and i put them in there and my dad has a garden and he you know says we pick this stuff all the time yeah. and he's he's like retired now which is such a great thing because i you who know, would ever thunk that because your daddy talking about a real workaholic that nigga stay doing something right and so now he's like fishing and he takes pictures of the fish he caught and stuff he caught a 27 pound catfish and took a picture of it and sent it to me and i was like damn when you gonna fry them up you know <laughs> you know i'm from the south uh so <laughs> i'm like when we gonna make some sandwiches out of his ass for later uh, but yeah. um i really want you to make daddy a sandwich a lot of fish sandwiches so we i um went down his house because i send him pictures he'll send me pictures of stuff he cooks and 
and stuff he gets from his garden uh which is one of my favorite things like your he, daddy loves to cook. he made a melon uh he got a made had a he grew a melon his first melon the other day mm. so he sent me a picture of that and stuff and so i was like oh let me send him a picture of this coconut uh this coconut chowder i made and you know the same videos i post on my instagram when i cook and stuff and he was like damn like you, you look like that look good you can give me some of that so i was like all right so i brought him some and uh he loved it it was it was funny <laughs> he ate he warmed up uh, ate a bowl he was like uh i i think he was like after he finished he said i think that might have been the best soup i ever had in my life <laughs> <laughs> was like, they were throwing down it was, it was absolutely delicious y'all and i was honored you know what i'm saying so particularly I, coming from him like a man that actually cook cooks yeah so i was honored you know um and i was like well i'm glad you liked it or whatever and he was like oh and i got some of that catfish that i took the picture of and it was a catfish fillets and it was uh the uh he had already cut it cut it up into these like slices like these slices of catfish fillet that's your dad i've seen him do that because the, the thing is he'll actually like skin it and debone and all that stuff and he has like this brush that takes the scale off it is actually a really interesting process yeah so she so he um you know he'll like he knows how to dress a fish is what they call it mm-hmm. oh, anyway okay. but i'm not talking about just dressing the fish i'm talking about he took the catfish fillets and he cut them up into tiny bite-sized pieces okay mm-hmm. this is important because and then he froze them and so he gave me like two bags of those probably about a pound you know and maybe a little over a pound and so i was like you know i'm gonna look up a um recipe and i'm gonna make something with this yeah and even with that uh your daddy uh was telling us what he did he actually took the took the catfish he soaked it in um some vinegar and then turned around and soaked it in some lemon to take away a lot of the because uh, catfish has a particular odor odor and a particular taste too a lot of people don't like catfish because of you know the way it tastes and he was saying that if you do that it, it takes a lot of the, the the taste out of catfish you said to make it taste uh closer to grouper right and the recipe i had called for like tilapia grouper or like flounder cod something like that so anyway i used catfish instead and uh you know remix it you know how you do like i went to allrecipes.com found a recipe all the stuff right so then i made catfish stew with it um and um like this is a thing <laughs> like i was thinking what am i gonna do with my friday i didn't want to go see it as i've evident as i talked about earlier uh and i said well if i'm gonna spend three and a half hours doing something maybe i can make some food i went to the store got all my ingredients um hooked everything up followed a lot of the instructions added some stuff i'm starting to get better at freestyling in the kitchen which mm-hmm. is something i really want to get good at as you get more comfortable with food yeah and i made that instead and i uh i sent him a picture of that and or a video of that and he was like okay well, like hook me up or whatever so i uh sent it down i went down there and i hung out with them for an hour and some change and just talked with them talked to my niece layla and my mom and we watched that's YouTube. been nice spending more time with you yeah we watched youtube videos karen came and got off of work and uh came down there and watched some youtube videos and stuff too with us and we had a good time you know i love talking to i talked to layla about school and stuff talked yeah. to her about when i was in school and, high schooler and uh some of the things i was going through <laughs> i was like because she looked tired and i was like you uh yeah you gotta get up you, you know she used to getting up a little uh later now you know school started like at the fucking job 705 you gotta be there early 
yeah and so she looked tired and uh you know i, I didn't say she looked tired but i was just talking to her like yeah. so i guess the uh I like has the newness of school high school worn off yet because you know it's been about two weeks she was like yeah it's 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 already worn off i was like yep that's about right and you know this is now like my favorite age for layla because this to me this is when kids start being the coolest now a lot of people think this is when kids are the worst but keep in mind i ain't gotta take care of these kids so uh <laughs> so for me we're not there for the day-to-day raising they're sarcastic she i mean layla's very oh, funny yeah, witty is. uh and she can be silly and stuff but she's kind of like uh she reminds me of raven from teen titans like she's just over it and uh and so you know we're just kind of talking about high school and stuff and um you know and i'm making her laugh and all that and then we watch videos and stuff anyway all this is happening and so i give my dad this soup and uh my i get i get home and i got a text last night at eight from my mom that said hello chef roderick <laughs> two exclamation points the soup is delicious thank you for your thoughtfulness and kindness so my soup is getting rave reviews all of that is a long yeah. drawn out way in which to say no i will not be making pumpkin size grits you know that's all i'm saying like i'd rather spend my time doing that that's all yeah and i think it's a place here uh which i'm gonna get a chance and call to see if we can do like classes for all us to do together that would be fun yeah classes yeah um i'm also i'm also i'm listening to your feedback show and i'm the one that said that went skiing in tennessee it was the end of january tell karen that place uses fake snow and i had on a coat and a ski suit but i had to take it off because i was actually hot no more no more excuses waiting to hear about y'all's ski trip uh now would be a good time to plan uh for early next year so happy y'all are back <laughs> i almost became a member while y'all were gone but my car got declined maybe next month much love positive vibes you too alicia and i i hope your car stuff get taken care of mm-hmm. i don't well anybody's cars that that that, that car decline that's real uh, we've been there that'll hit you right in the pocket man so uh let's see toy says y'all are the best hey rod and karen um i'm writing this because i think you two are the greatest people i have ever gotten to, i have haven't ever even gotten to meet yet oh uh i had my domestic violence event august 24 2019 and tbgwt were our biggest donors oh okay so yeah. um uh, what happened um and i don't remember if toy is the person who wrote in uh earlier talked about moving to atlanta and all that stuff but um she uh is one of my facebook friends and she was like i'm having this event and you know i'm trying to drum up some stuff for it and so at the time it was like um i don't know like maybe 250 dollars they were trying to raise something something like that it was not to me not a ton of money but just depends it's it can be a lot yes it can you know what i'm saying if you ain't got it it's a lot for sure so it was like we're gonna hold this event it's uh yeah, for survivors of domestic violence and you know it's like gonna be you know a workshop and we're gonna be like doing a like a bunch of stuff they're planning on doing like you know dream boarding and all mm-hmm. this type of stuff so obviously i support that mm-hmm. uh karen supports that so you know um just i don't remember if i shared it or not i don't think you did I think, okay think, i didn't yeah. okay uh well first of all that's my bad i wish i had shared it that's mm-hmm. i meant i don't I sh- think you did i should have shared it because I, I i um you know but uh at any rate like kind of behind the scenes i just was like all right well here's 250 from 
from us you know mm-hmm. just if that'll put on the whole event That's like right. at least and if not then at least you got your ground floor because a lot of times when you start an event like that you know you want to raise a certain amount you start with a manageable thing and you just hope that you can reach it because sometimes people see those goals and it's like three thousand dollars nigga no but when they see like 200 it's like oh i could put 10 on this i'll mm-hmm. put five on this and so i'm like cool there you go that's the event if nothing else you know you at least got your event going mm-hmm. and you got your budget for i don't know snacks whatever y'all got it uh, supplies boom and she was like oh thank you Daniel. i was like nope no big deal uh glad we could help and good luck with the event right and literally no offense i have forgot about it <laughs> it's like not that i have forgot about it in some mm-hmm. like like fuck this event but just literally it was a while ago right? it, 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 yeah it's now september and that we we gave that money in like probably months July. ago yeah and but then i but then i i think when i gave it then put me in a group of people where it updates you mm-hmm. about the event and so it was like okay she moved up the um the the level to 500 or whatever and it's like cool she got that you know i'm like Yay! oh good Mo. like look have a party come you know on like, now. like i hope i look up and i'll be like oh it's it's, it's fan kind of money up in here so she was like you know i saw the event was was getting funded i saw she had plans she was mm-hmm. up in like different oh now we can do this event now we can do this mm-hmm. level we of the, do more uh, right. Uh, right and so uh you know um i really had uh just been like cool i'm just glad it's happening yeah. and whatever and she was like you know i'm gonna make sure y'all y'all could get like a uh some signage or something i was like please yeah don't do that you don't have to baby you don't have to do that it's not about the black guy who tips some (laughs) defense like it's not that it's straight up like yeah this is your church you know i won't uh like look y'all black women have a good time period that's it that was the whole thing so it was like and it was like a something nice to do and there's this thing where i really do believe in like uh you need to put the energy out in the world that you would like to receive agreed and the stuff that you see a vacuum of where you like man it's nothing happening in this area or it's not and all, to each day on like we all got limited resources limited time limited this but if you can find a little bit of time a little bit of something to be like yo this might brighten somebody else day it might make their whole day whatever try to put that energy out and then take it back in you know like it, it like it's almost that pay it forward mentality and so for me i was like cool you know like that's it and then she wrote this email and i was like oh that's right it went off and it was dope and she had they had a great time and so so happy for you baby um so all right let me finish this email uh i had my domestic violence event august 24 2019 the black out is our biggest donors i'm crying as i write this email because this event was so important not only was the event interactive and helping survivors of dv imagine a life past abuse and trauma it was also an event catered to black women in creating and slash organizing this event i reached out to other established domestic violence organizations and i found that all of them are white women ran and white women centered dv affects all women worldwide but politically the women who get the most help are white women especially in the united states according to the cdc black women die due to domestic violence at the highest rate compared to any other race in the united states Mm -hmm. yet we're constantly being turned away when we finally do reach out to help and i uh i was turned away Mm. so like this is what's crazy this this money that was just like oh cool like we trying to help i didn't know it was gonna be a black woman centric thing i didn't know about all the like fact that this the whole like kind of industry it makes sense but it's white woman run that black women are having a harder time finding help out there and stuff like that 
and now toy is filling this vacuum because it's not us that's doing this Mm-mm. she's filling this vacuum mm-hmm. and she, you're doing all that work right you see what i'm saying like to us it was a oh that was sweet that was a nice thing we did then you turn around it's like oh this would not have existed for these women if this hadn't happened right um for this reason a few of my survivor sisters and i and atl are creating our own space and resources for women of color look at that we created a facebook group for survivors of color soc and with the help of black women therapists we're creating a black women center support group in greater atlanta for soc a seed was planted with this event that you basically funded and i look forward to watch to watering it and saving the lives of black women side note all the guests knew you are our biggest supporters and they promised to, oh sorry I know, right? Oh man! <laughs> oh man! It's just so good, you know. Anyway, all our guests knew you were our biggest supporters, and they promised to listen to at least one episode to see if they liked it. New fans alert! Now you didn't need to do that part. We appreciate no, it, but this was not like uh advertising. But we do appreciate. It. I know you're a fan of the show. Uh, thank you for for uh, so much uh, for everything. And then she took pictures of. Uh, some of their boards and stuff and uh them having fun and stuff man it's just it's dope uh thank you toy uh we appreciate it uh appreciate the email and uh like i said man you just put (laughs) try to put some good energy out there and just hope that it it come back to uh it comes back to you but goes out into the world man because if we don't do it for each other ain't nobody gonna step in and do it no and also i cannot like i can't believe that you took because that's to me that's not a lot of money like to do what you did with it and then to be like oh you know what look at this vacuum um we need to get let's holler at some um, therapists right let's holler at some like let's let's create a support group like let's like who knows what this is gonna become but like we're super proud of you and uh that's that's a great investment um that's a better investment like we could there's nothing we could have done with that money that's a better investment than that um so thank you toy and good luck to y'all you know uh and it look like y'all have fun in the pictures i'll show karen the pictures uh privately later obviously we're not gonna show that to the <laughs> to everybody i don't know what people's situations is but uh i'll show it to karen later all right melanie uh she says 1950s 17 years hi rod and karen i'm hitting you up on email because i just can't attach myself to the feeding frenzy and as an empath i just can't get involved with the endless debate and throat cutting when it seems everyone's pretty much missing the point as a society we fucked up in so many ways right like mlk was was big due to various reasons one he we had no tv two niggas was getting straight up brutalized today the line is so blended we have tv social media and all this stuff to distract us and we're not dying at an alarming rate anymore which is great we have no quote-unquote leaders anymore because there's no real issue that all black people can unify behind to make my to make my point slash opinion we fucked up when we started investing more into celebrities and entertainers rather than our own social health teachers political policies therapists communities 
we took a wrong turn and i think that's why people are so upset because like karen said we pay our money we don't have to to sustain careers for abusers pedophiles bigots cheaters misogynists etc all for a laugh for a 15 minute soundbite of fun fun and laughs are not the issue but what are we truly getting in return besides entertainment if it weren't for blacks people like (laughs) if it wasn't for black people i know that's just a a typo or whatever If it wasn't for black people jay-z would not have these opportunities and now he has all the money to go and do for himself and not give anything in return but what we pay for the music in the end was it worth it because all they're doing is telling us the image is not real and us as black folks we fall for it every time and wonder why we aren't growing as individuals and as a community well just sharing my thoughts thank you as always take care you too happy anniversary thank you thank you melanie uh i will add this though man um it works both ways on that celebrity shit don't put them on a pedestal you never have to take them off but at the same time i also don't think like every celebrity is some like weird sociopath or hate like Mm-mm. like a conspiracy theorist like i my guess is with a person like jay-z it is somewhere in the middle where he is uh the 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 guy who's trying to make all this money and wants to be a billionaire and all that shit absolutely and he is still a black man who is consciously conscious about race and wants to help in the ways that he thinks will help what happens with a lot of black people is that and you did it in the email we start thinking like we have this monolithic point of view or that one strategy is the only strategy that will work and the truth of the matter is all of them can work a little bit none of them can work all the time that's it what jay-z is doing right now with political uh uh political activist uh act uh political activism it's just his those are just the things he thinks will help if we don't place this martin luther king image on him then which is why i think i'm way more calm about the shit than most people and i feel that way with all these activists by the way if you don't put that mlk he's speaking for all the people shit on him then you you'll be fine you don't you don't even have to dis you don't even have to agree with him and you can still be fine because he's just one nigga trying to do one thing that he thinks will help and that's how i look at it you know because it works both ways you can't all like you can't put it you can't put it at like these celebrities are worthless and don't do anything don't put money into their pockets all of them aren't pedophiles all of them aren't abusing people like it's not all a bad thing you know it's just to me the idea of putting them on that platform and being like this nigga is the next malcolm x that's when i started being like no 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 offense but i don't think a football player is gonna be the next malcolm x dog like that's us that keeps doing that you know in general with this hyperbolic worship or or not even worship this hyperbolic like rhetoric around these people they just a nigga trying to help that's it all of them beyonce trying to help jay trying to help they don't mean they about to like forfeit all they fucking value uh valuables and walk out into the desert and be like everyone take my money and be rich like that's not how it's gonna happen we have to have reasonable expectations around them and i think that's what what gets uh what gets lost people act like jay-z doing that is stopping somebody else from doing the things they think can help that's not true you know the biggest thing i saw this week was uh well on social media oh no i didn't see anyone talk about it in real life but uh one of the charities in chicago that jay-z 
and the nfl are donating to two hundred thousand dollars is one where it's uh there's a white woman who was uh cutting off people's dreadlocks uh to help the them like change their lives and you know try to they want to get jobs and all this type of stuff right now some of these tweets are like two three years ago whatever they took pictures of it um the kids weren't like they didn't pick the kids up off the street and kidnap them and say i'm cutting your hair off uh it was symbolic of the kids where they wanted to cut their hair off and they wanted to be like this is a symbol this is symbolizes me like changing and getting away from the negative things i was doing whether it was gang activity whatever cool all right a lot of people are upset by that the imagery is upsetting so white woman with scissors and a black person's hair i smiling and shit doesn't matter whether she they wanted to do it or not you showed me that picture out of context i'm like the fuck happened in here right there's also the respectability politics of it so what you saying i gotta cut my hair to get a job in, in corporate america or whatever what you can't have dreads and none of that yeah yeah that's that is what people are saying yes that's what at my hbcu every single person they brought in to talk to us about career day that was black was like i'm gonna tell you this shit before these white people don't tell you and just don't hire your ass which is how white people get down right you're gonna probably have to cut that shit off your hair and there were some black dudes that got up and walked the fuck out of the the, the fuck you then nigga they're like all right cool i'm a coon you think i'm i'm literally telling you this shit to save your like to save your careers because i'm telling you what'll happen is you're gonna get the interview and they gonna go we'll never hire that nigga and you just walk out and that's it and so that was a part of it kaepernick one of the charities he gave to was called 100 suits y'all can look it up yourself what does 100 suits do they try to help young people and parolees get suits so they can interview for jobs and they also cut hair was everybody outraged or did we celebrate when Kaepernick did that see he really putting his real money now that he donating suits they getting their hair cut right it was totally different with it now that was a black person cutting those people's hair so maybe that's part of it you know we are more sensitive and understand our culture we would never take a picture like chopping off some dreads like mm-hmm. like a dumbass uh the, the person that took the pictures the charity part they already apologized shit whatever my whole point is that respectability is in both of those acts all three of those acts the guys who talked to us at school it's in the woman cutting off the dreads or even if those kids wanted it the fact that they wanted it was kind of some respectability shit i don't think i can be serious with my hair this way and kaepernick with the suits and we got to get certain haircuts so these guys can get interviews all three have some are steeped in some type of respectability all three of those more than likely people feel differently about mm-hmm. they probably do not carry the same opinion on all three of those so my thing is that's what jay-z thinks his path is you look at jay-z's hair and you go jay-z your hair not like that now of course what people won't tell you is that's not the fucking uh, goal of the um charity that they gave it to that's not the only thing they do is cut hair and shit like it don't matter they found like some they found the whiteness in them okay they used to be like we don't disrespect the police and uh all lives matter you know so they found everything wrong with that charity which is gonna happen like ain't um, none of them perfect 
yeah none of them are perfect but just also when i say gonna happen the nfl ain't let they're not they're still the nfl they're not gonna only give to these like uber woke charities they're gonna give to some charities that are like we kind of see both sides of the problem that's where they're gonna go and so my point isn't to say you have to support that my point is to be like you don't have to support that but that doesn't mean that we have to turn it into coons versus malcolm x and martin luther king versus so-and-so and and wb dubois versus uh you know booker t washington like these are just black people trying to help Mm -hmm. that's it that's the list they not like we don't have to elevate it any more than that we don't have to take them down any harder than that some of these people you're gonna roll your eyes and by the way some of the people you're gonna not roll your eyes some days and other days you're gonna be like i don't like this shit so i think that's the part that you know i look at the you know as far as investing in celebrities you know if you've been listening to the show long enough you know my belief i don't believe in that i only believe if i give you 15 dollars, you owe me a good album or an attempt at a good album you see what i'm saying i don't i've never believed this whole like you owe it to me to not hit your wife i what kind of control do i think i have because i spent ten dollars that's not how that works like then it's my decision oh you hit your wife i don't want to pay for this album no more like that's the only decision i get to make i don't get to decide what the fuck you do and don't do with your life who you marry all this shit like people crazy yeah they think they actually have more control than they do yeah but you know i'm just saying it's like i said and i'm not saying it's the same i'm saying the respectability is the same it doesn't like we're gonna find the differences so we can be mad because right now it's time to be mad at jay-z but 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 i didn't see one person bring up this some respectability shit a hundred suits cutting your hair so you can get a job nigga what you know this ain't systemic oppression brother this is what you talking like not not one person i noticed it immediately and went that's interesting and it just kept moving on why because i don't really give a fuck Mm -mm. same thing about this jay-z thing i have really i'd say what i had to say about it just now because that's all i got to say is yeah i wouldn't have done that wouldn't have gave them people no money and uh he gonna get fried for that and that's it time to move on to the next charity uh just get also i noticed nobody brought up the other charity so i guess the other charity must be cool because you know what i'm saying because like they found the one that would be like the offensive one but i remember they said it was two charities so is the other charity straight or what because then it makes me think what if jay is jay-z picking one and then the nfl picks one i bet you that's how it goes i wonder if that's what's happening eh, one day we'll see the details of this shit so anyway good luck man hope y'all get free guys i hate i hate this bullshit i don't right. want regardless of what i wish everybody hair. could wear whatever the fuck kind of hair they want right. to work because it actually don't fucking matter to me it don't matter yeah. breads weeds throw-ins defu- i don't can you do your job competently yes okay all this shit is just designed to try to trick white people into not being racist against us it's so fucked up man (sighs) i hate this Mm, all right moving on just give me my chicken tia says rod please oh shit well now i said your first name uh i guess i shouldn't even read this Uh uh but it's really nice i don't know she's uh you know what i'm not gonna read this one i'm sorry i'll just i'll do another one uh-uh. uh uh sierra says did you know netflix is going to stop four seasons meaning we have to wait a week for an episode 
i'm canceling my membership as we speak no more binge watching what the fuck netflix i wanted to wait if i wanted to wait i'll go back to cable and oh love you guys spread the word about this bullshit first of all did you really just use us for a psa serum <laughs> uh second of all you know what they're really doing they're not they're not taking everything and be like we separating it out no they're not doing that yeah thank you uh care is right they're actually only doing it to as of right now they only announced two reality shows they plan on doing it to correct they're not going to do it to all the shows just those two for right now Mm -hmm. so unless it becomes all the shows it'll be all right yeah i think for for a lot of people they heard it didn't really read and just went into panic mode like oh my gosh they changed everything just like they panic every time uh their fix go up by two cents like it really fucking matters um they know that most people binge like they got their own numbers they know this but you know they're only probably gonna do this for certain shows most shows they will probably do this too because it i mean most shows they probably continue to binge because they know most people want to watch at their at their own paces allegra says hey you too before i get into it i just want to make a quick recommendation hulu has 30 to 45 minute weekly news documentary show called the weekly it is a new york times journalist and an affiliate journalist investigating various contemporary stories around from around the world it's really good and informative and sometimes the stories have crazy twists if you haven't checked it out already i hope you do now as for the article you read about black women as introverts i super relate it has gotten worse since i turned 40 i have always been a loner and often describe myself as an introvert masked as an extrovert i'm personable and empathetic but i definitely have to turn that on once i leave the house my home is my sanctuary and where i need the peace and tranquility so that i can recharge same Two, i love that you two have discussed this and also brought up that introverts are not socially awkward trolls they just need a charger when dealing with the world right love allegra thank you yeah and that's uh that's the real like i think people have turned it into this this like really weird like i hate pre- oh my god i'm just oh i'm crying the whole time like it's not that it's just hey man i'm having a good time i don't want to talk to you about the traffic or the fucking weather but i will talk to you about some other things that are a little more in depth and also i'm gonna need a nap after this it's a lot of people today yeah yeah did, did a lot of people in uh and uh uh, I think for uh, me and uh, Roger, cause we talked about extrovert and introverts like in depth, and uh, Roger explained this to me, and I, I had a better understanding. I already, most people that are extroverts don't really give a fuck about how introverts feel, and that's the problem. People don't communicate. <laughs> people that are extroverts assume that everybody else is extrovert, and if you're not extrovert, something's wrong with you, and that's not true. A lot of people that are extroverts can be a fucking lot to other, even to other <laughs> extroverts. They're just a lot. There's just a lot going on because they just want to go, want to do, want to go, want to do, want to do, want to do, want to go. People charge them and shit like that. And what you have to realize is that when people are introverts, they'll give you warnings and they'll let you know. But because a lot of extroverts take those things as a personal slight against them, no, I don't want to go. I'm good. No, I don't want to hang out. It's, you know, people, oh my God, they, t- they take it as a personal affront. <laughs> and that's where the problem comes in. And then if you force an uh, introvert to go do some shit they don't want to do, then you want to complain about how they're bumming you out and shit like that. They shouldn't have went. You know, they shouldn't have went. And they know they probably shouldn't have went. So it's sometimes it's best for them not to go. And, then when people don't communicate it becomes the introvert just cutting you off because you just don't get it and then you be like why you disappear because bitch you don't listen to me when i tell you i'm tired 
uh anthony says hey rod and karen <clears throat> first things first i want to congratulate you both for 17 years of an incredible marriage wishing you both many more years of love i haven't found one yet but listening to you both every week i know i'm going to find her i lack a pun for the transition but i wanted to step back i wanted to step back an episode and comment on the Chappelle special i liked it i didn't think it was his best but i got a few laughs what really struck to me after rod pointed it out how much it was embraced by people who probably never listened to Chappelle in their life corny ass motherfuckers who are all people are upset about this content i'm going to start stoking the flames and praise the genius of dave even though they have never heard or watched the actual genius of dave and in that sense while i will still find things funny it bothers me that a comic like dave that has done so much thought-provoking thought-provoking shit has fell into this spot and getting hoisted up by grifters clowns and whack jobs you have to wonder if dave securing that missing comedy central bag that he walked from has made him do whatever make to make it back that's all i got i don't think it's a money thing and i'm to be frank i think this is just what dave thinks this is who he is um i don't think it was subversive i don't think there's an extra level to the comedy i thought was, a lot of the points he was making were disingenuous but very simple points that i've seen a lot of white male like regressive ass comedians make i i don't you know for me personally this special was probably his worst um and the people who think it was his best are mostly the kind of people that you expect to think it was his best because they were thinking about pissing people off on the internet not whether or not it was funny correct and everybody i've heard that's really loved the special has really talked more about you know he just you know he just talking about the joe so he just trying to make people you know somebody need to tell these motherfuckers and i think there's a vein of that that has some truth in it which is uh the quote-unquote cancel culture the postponed culture of the internet is uh can be a very fucked up environment and 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 the shit where we go find people's old tweets and shit it doesn't it's really fucked up you know nobody wants to talk about it being fucked up because that would make you persona non grata on the internet but it is fucked up that shit is not helpful and it makes people more mostly it just makes people feel better than other folks and J. Chappelle wanted to rail against that cool i get that but i think there's a way to do that without being like and you know who the real problem is with all this shit is these trans people and these gay people and women in the me too movement i think there's a way to do it and he didn't find it so wasn't his best to me but um yeah i think the fact that it was hoisted up by a lot of bigots and uh trolls and you know i'm sure the the hotel crowd and all that stuff i think even the people that found it funny and just like i don't give a fuck you should be thinking about why did you find that so funny and the, the thing that they find to be so righteous you found to be so hilarious what is the similar vein in that and if you can't examine that then you know what's the point of listening what's the point of calling him a great thinker and thought-provoking p.s rob in my best british accent what happens if bo meets idris and idris asks bo do you want to smoke breath um yo you know no no i don't need to answer that (laughs) again appreciate you both and always looking forward to hearing you anthony w in the dub k thank Thank you you. (laughs) i almost fell into a trap nope uh what happens uh all right last one and this is from jody who says rod i want to start and say that you 
uh do not have to read this on the air it has problematic language i say this because i may be speaking as if i know your relationship when i do not all right well we'll see i'm already reading it on the air too late now i have to commend you and how on how you allow your oh so this is to me okay i have to commend i thought it was to both of us it's like rod she don't matter i have to commend you on how you allow your wife to have a voice and how you respond to her when you disagree see i said allow which may be problematic anyways it is beautiful to me that you give an outlet to her voice i think that this stands out to me because i've had men in my life have a problem with my feelings and how i express myself i admire karen for her freedom and her i don't give a fuck perspective this is me flows all out of her and i love it i have to admit that because of my past experiences i'm waiting for the passive aggressive neglect through your language to karen this is only because this is how i see men and i'm surprised to hear that your response is not that but you just give your opinion honestly i responded the same way karen did i just want my chicken and leave me alone i vote i'm sick of this shit lol you all have beautiful souls and i love your show now we'll tune back into the show and hear any other rants that i love oh Oh, that, thank you. You know, I won't lie. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that was an emotional roller coaster. And, and, and the, the, the thing is, how can I say this? The way you feel, baby, you are honest. Other people feel the same way you do, but the way they express it is they go, I'm taking things that have happened to me in the past and I'm projecting them and I'm just going to project them. And that's it. Like, they don't really realize that's what they're doing. They don't really realize that's it's something within them this this stroke in the fire or flame in, within them and they project that onto us as a couple because like you said yes allow, allow uh is a lot you know uh because you know you, you go to the thing of ownership my husband doesn't own me he didn't quote unquote pay for me at least i don't think he paid for me i might have a price tag around here somewhere i don't know how much i'm worth but um for me uh and girl me, you ain't you are you know you can't be valued there's no number of price to put on you you are worthless okay i mean priceless i'm probably well hold on what's the oh, difference oh shit see oh see, lord oh no i didn't allow it to see, talk i'm out done, i'm out you done made you done made the problematic come out where's the lotion <laughs> somebody get this man some pumpkin spice lotion right now it happened this is what you was afraid of now stop talking woman it's, it's all time for, coming out it's time for a man okay brother you're wrong okay let me just start right here uh no nah, i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> trying to lighten the tension <laughs> that's fucking hilarious but yeah but no 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 i like i said i completely uh understand at least you're willing to acknowledge a lot of people not really acknowledge uh that they really are feeling like that and they're projecting mm-hmm. make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich <laughs> Nah, real talk though, uh, it's funny when we went to, uh, Seattle mm-hmm. for PyCon and we was on panels with different podcasters and stuff and one of them was on podcasting about tough t- topics or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was so funny. I was in that, pa- on that panel, I was the only dude, I believe. You was, yes. I think I was the only dude. And so on that one. Completely different um, vibe uh well what was funny was uh after we got done with the panel or whatever you know we had a great time or whatever and then afterwards somebody i can't remember if it was an audience member if it was another podcaster but they came over to me and was like um you know what i noticed about you during the um panel is that you weren't really speaking over anybody and uh you know running over these women and stuff and i was like 
uh, why would anyone because that's <laughs> like, what most dudes do right yeah men have a t- completely different energy when talking normally right like it's very like i'm gonna keep i'm talking the loudest i'm gonna keep talking as long as i can because it ain't about a conversation i that means i'm winning the conversation and you're losing the conversation and when women are around it is a very much like an allow you know and i know she didn't mean that no, as, no, a, no. as an insult but mm-hmm. yeah but that that's probably the best word for it a uh, perfect example when you watch those espn sports shows mm-hmm. it's always those like um um two it's two dudes and then like a woman facilitator who says oh well, what do you think about this max and then Stephen a what do you think and then and, but for her she don't get to say shit like they make a special allowance for her to have an opinion every once in a while they'll even bring on other men other panelists to have it but she don't get to have it she not there for an opinion Mm -mm. she's there to facilitate from point to point Mm -hmm. and so i do think that's a like uh that's that's what happens when it feels like men are so to quote allowing women Mm. to have uh an opinion right because it like you say more, more think about it, it was because one person would speak next person like it, it literally went down the line and if somebody did interrupt it was you know you know what i'll let you finish and then i speak after you finish yeah but and that panel was totally then we were on a panel where it was almost all oh, men dudes. and then karen was like the only woman there and so in that case a lot of times if i was speaking what i do is um because me and karen do the show so much i hand kind of like uh, verbally hand the baton to karen mm-hmm. which you is kind of a trick we've learned we, over time yes, where it's like have. i know karen wants to get a point in and karen is ultra polite karen will also do this thing where she is i don't know how but she's waiting for a beat mm-hmm. to jump in like double dutch and it's not I how do. it works you have to actually jump in you can't I, i've kind of learned that but yeah yeah like sometimes we it happens on this show when we do interviews with with guests and karen's here sometimes she's waiting for the perfect moment to ask a question as opposed to just jumping in and asking the question and i'm like making eye contact like come on ask the question you know because i don't want to look like that's the other part (laughs) i don't want to look like i'm making her ask a question if she doesn't you know maybe the person answered the question maybe she just making a face that she don't have a question i don't know i'm not a mind reader but i'm trying to be like here like please you know this is your show too like get in here because i am i'm I'm following like the rhythm and i'm like okay but yeah pretty soon i'm like you know what i'm just i'm just gonna rush out the double dutch game yeah it's better to jump in that way sometimes as opposed to not have get a point and and to an extent for a lot of women that's almost against your nature because men are taught that women aren't taught you'd be like fuck it (laughs) And, and just dive in another thing karen's been doing more lately i've noticed too is like she'll cut me off to make a point sometimes or cut me off in the middle of my point or whatever i like that too because to, like to I'm being rude I know. no but to me it's better because i can get back to my point like every once in a while i might lose it but sometimes it's worth losing it because it's our it's our show it's not Correct. my show it's not the rod show and karen takes to talk sometimes i'm already reading these articles sometimes i in my own head i feel like i'm talking too much so it's good i like that you know that's that's the energy and banter you need sometimes yeah because i and and for me i know uh that you could be just going and i want you to kind of like you said the timing thing i want you to just kind of finish your thought but sometimes you got to be like this is what i have to say so i'm gonna say it right here and the last thing i'll say is this it's not 
about uh allowing karen to have a different opinion or whatever but i, I do understand and i do, I do baby. take that yeah, i'm yeah. not even saying that yeah. in a mean way because mm-hmm. i have listened to podcasts where it felt like the dude allowed his wife to have even have a fucking opinion or right, partner sweetie. show partner girlfriend whatever co-host where he you know you can hear it where it's like if it's a man and a woman uh fuck the breakfast club it's like are they gonna let angela Yee say something or are they just gonna mock her even if she's the only one who researched the topic like what's gonna happen and after a while it just becomes angela Yee being in the room to be the woman in the room so they can be like how can you say we was problematic angela was here she didn't say shit right mm-hmm. so the thing i was gonna say though is um a lot of times i'm not looking to karen to have a disagreement or to pick apart her point or to try to like dissect it into like this is where you wrong and this is where i'm right what i'm actually trying to do and and it just you know years and years of being together and stuff and just the way my mind works i'm trying to understand so what y'all hear when i'm asking her questions even if you hear her get a little defensive which happens to everybody you get someone asks you a question your first reflex is like and what you want to do with this question right (laughs) but my my goal is actually to understand and if i understand i'm i'm good i don't need to agree i need to understand because if i can understand the logic whether i agree or disagree i see how you got to that point and now i I, you know especially when you respect somebody's opinion it's like oh okay this is another path of thinking about this i didn't know that there was another way of thinking or i didn't realize this is what you were saying so i'm just trying to understand as opposed to be like nigga you wrong brother you wrong you know as opposed to brother you wrong yeah and i think a lot of people come from that perspective and for me even if i uh get defensive a lot of times i can say it because just the way your mind ticks and everybody's guilty this you'll say things but sometimes you haven't critically thought the whole process through and when you kind of have to think the whole process through sometimes it's challenging because it causes you to actually analyze it like really look at it and be like why do i feel like this why am i saying this why am i responding this way a prime example of that is when we talked about the period parties years ago and roger was like sure we should have it and i was like the fuck that and the more and more we talked about it i had came to the conclusion oh karen because of your personal horrible terrible experience as a child you are projecting this in this situation when the situation has absolutely positively nothing to do with you it is about being positive about a a young woman going in um, going into womanhood you know you come on now let's let's lose those skills but it took us going back and forth for me to realize that because i i just knew that i was just like nope fuck that shit i'm out yeah and i'm also like my thing is to examine like so then why are you shutting down right. why why is it fuck this why not consider it because maybe i will which is happening all the time too sometimes i'm asking you these questions and i'm like oh i see what you're saying and yeah yeah fuck what i just said that's right i agree with that <laughs> like it's, you know i do it with justin too if you listen to balls deep sports like it's not just a only a thing i do with karen but <clears throat> i think with most of the time where it's men talking to women there's very much a, i'm dictating your opinion to you yeah uh and if you say anything i disagree with i'm going to mock you call you stupid silly uh you know and, and just completely you know oh you're you're crazy or whatever and now you've now turned the show and it's just like and i hear it all the time it's just like you versus her and i hate that energy and i and also the other thing man i'm sorry that uh that's been your experience with men agreed sweetie. um 
and i and i but i and i believe it by the way I, and i don't think it, and i don't think your experience with men is like an isolated no. one Mm-mm. that oh no woman's going through this but you know i think most of my friends that are women that i talk to have that experience with like a lot of people think i'm quote unquote special for doing for treating them the way i would treat anyone i respected right but there's a lot of women that think i'm like oh you know you're just different than these other dudes i'm like yeah i, I mean look I, I i'll sum it up this way before we move on before we uh because this is the last email put it this way uh the other day i went to the store uh i was uh getting the, uh i was getting the stuff for the fish too mm-hmm. and i was like oh you know what else i'm gonna get some flowers uh to put in the house for karen just to you know put them in a vase sit them out somewhere let her know like hey love you think about you and you know something beautiful for you when you get home right every time i do this when i'm shopping alone and i get some flowers <laughs> and i go to check out the person is always looking like so what you do wrong yep so what happened and i'm like the brand of men is <laughs> it's so bad the stock is at a the the stock is at a low you only doing this because you fucked up the stock is at a low okay like it like i'm sure when women buy like night like if you buy some cologne or something they no one goes so what you do like what you do to them like what you i let you done fucked up huh like no one right, says that. that you done fucked up look so he done caught you cheating huh damn go get him some cologne oh are you buying some ties oh you want some ties too oh well you're fucking his brother like no no one does that that's just how bad a it new is. car was it caught in a threesome yeah that's the status quo for men it's all fucked up so anyway man uh thank you for writing in and uh you know i don't i'm not insulted by it but i can't Mm-mm. speak for karen okay it's not insulted by it. no 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 baby I'm, and i understand the politically correct language wasn't and, blah 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 and, but, and, and, but i got what you meant yeah and that's the same yeah because a lot of people a lot of men do feel like they're on you and that's that allow stuff that's why I, at first i started off with you know that that you know that ownership type of thing but roger knows he doesn't own me but a lot of men feel like their women are they truly feel like their women are property baby so i completely understand what, what you said by that and you look you see like reality shows uh podcasts radio black women dealing with a lot yeah like niggas be talking any old kind of way to black women and expecting them to stay there and take it and the fucking um support them yeah right and when they don't it becomes a goddamn problem when you yeah. like i have had enough of you black ass nigga they act like something wrong now you bitter you right something wrong with right. you for not no longer wanting to deal with the abuse and shit like that like i know it sounds strange but it's not strange for me but you know i understand what she said aloud because i had to deal with that with like my hair because mm-hmm. i don't care about hair if it grows i'm fine and i've always been like this but even before i went natural and Roderick has been with me through sew-ins, weaves, ponytail, jet, like, like, he has been through all my natural hair journeys, just hair. And so, Roger, like, do you like it? Yes. Okay, I'm cool. You want to get your hair bleached blonde? You like it? Yes. Okay, I'm cool. And so, when I would do things, like cut my hair up, bleach my hair and shit like that, people would actually come and be like, your husband okay with this? Oh, I looked, and they thought I was strange, but like, bitch, I don't give a fuck what he thinks. Right. You know, like, and I would get offended that they thought <laughs> that, you, that, that your opinion mattered on my goddamn hell. I was like, the fuck is this? You know, and then I learned, oh, so many women wish they could cut their hair or color their hair or do all these different things 
but their husband is like no i like your hair long or no i like your hair like this you know which 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 is fine and some women do that because they want to please their man and i'm not saying you can't but let it truly be i do this because this is who i am and how i feel not because you know it's an opinion of a man like my pussy not broke so what the fuck the problem is you know (laughs) like i hate to be like that at the end of the day it's still functioning so i don't care if my hair is blonde bleached brown i gotta weave or anything like that nobody gives a fuck they just trying to control you and it doesn't make sense to me yeah i mean i don't yeah whatever kind of deal you get into with your significant i'm not trying to knock it um because i you know like someone said in the chat there's people that are like that with their man's facial hair and stuff the thing for me is when it comes to that power dynamic of i am with you so i am the one your body is like beholden to so i make the decisions for your body is that's where it gets weird and hair is definitely one of those ones for a lot of women and you know i I still remember being like uh like a few years ago i was like you know if you want to go natural because like karen was like struggling with just health hair stuff like just like you know the like is breakage is breakage or um you know stuff like that and i was like you know if you want to go natural i like i don't you can cut your hair off i don't give a fuck i'm gonna be with you you fine i'm gonna be happy to be here no matter what and uh you know i think your hair has done wonders uh since going natural anyway i I, I do too it's 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 literally y'all i'm not gonna lie it's literally the longest it has ever been it's been a uh uh and you got your edges what my honey my edges grew back for beyonce to yank but they grew back though <laughs> they grew back they breaking you know they were breaking real bad you know right. but i am so glad my hair is the i can speak for me you know i don't care if you do natural or not but for me my hair started thickening my edges grew back because uh, i used to have i don't know what they call it where your hair would get to a certain point and then it would literally just stop growing like i like a growth point and once it got to that point, no matter what I did, it wouldn't grow past that point. Anything past the point would constantly break. But now I don't have that. Like, um, most of it, most of my immediate family members, like the younger generation, my generation, my younger cousins and us, most of us are natural. A lot of my older aunts and stuff, they're not. So I had to take my hair one day and I strung it out and it literally touches my shoulders now. My mom was like, Oh, you got hair? I said, Yeah, mama. I said, It's just drawn in and spongy. You know, my mama, she's like, I don't think I could ever go natural. I was like, you could, I say, but do it when you really want to, or if you really want to. If not, keep getting a relaxer. Like, I just keep it real with, like, just keep getting a relaxer. It has to be something that, that you actually want to do. And I think also for me, um, when it comes to that, that controlling ownership thing, like I said, do whatever, like I said, do whatever works best for your marriage. If that's what you want to do as a woman, cool. But if it's not and you actually won't, won't want to get a salt and pepper bob, get a salt and pepper bob and keep it trucking. But you know, for some men, they lose their minds because they're like, oh my gosh, you got your hair good. Yeah. Only you know your man and what y'all agree to. I ain't going to tell y'all what to do, but you know, just saying uh i didn't put like this i'm not trying to find it i didn't realize i was allowed to have so much freedom in my marriage compared to other people yeah that whole allowance thing is just you know hopefully you find somebody that you know oh unless that's your thing like i said i don't i don't want to knock it there's some mm -hmm. people that really get off on the ownership quote-unquote of marriage there are some people that like that's actually the the draw to them i'm not one of those people in that kind of way um but you know there's some people that they they like that shit you know and as far as our show and 
what we do all here and y'all hear these insights into our relationship y'all hear how we talk to each other communicate that's just what we do on or off the mic and so you know it the, the way that we talk you know about any topic you know karen disagreeing about uh her rating for the chicken uh the chicken voting thing <laughs> hey that's that's her opinion this is valid as if anyone else walked in this room and gave their opinion it's an, she it's not like she's disrespectful to me or i'm no. disrespecting her so you know yeah. but i'm glad that people hear our relationship and find it to be healthy and then mirror it or want that in their own life life or whatever and uh hopefully man i i really do hope you meet uh some some other men whether whatever now i'm not even just saying like romantically whatever just men in general in your life that had that kind of respect for you in general because everybody deserves that level of respect right you know this idea we have to agree or whatever is bullshit anyway just yeah you supposed to disagree on some shit and that's all right yeah and 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 it's funny because of the of the dynamic of the men and and women type of relationship you know it's more of everybody looks at you and if you quote unquote disagree with me but sometimes i disagree with you and i can change your mind also i remember a particular incident we think we was doing balls deep so remy regular show me you and justin and we was talking about people getting assistance and them being able to like i won't say spend their money on like lottery tickets or something like Mm -hmm. that this was years ago and i was adamantly against y'all because i was like they should be able to spend their money whatever the fuck they want to spend their money on right and we talked for a while and after why after you kind of kind of plucked at me long enough you were like that makes sense and you was like well yeah because i'm asking to understand i'm not asking to be like no nigga you wrong brother you wrong like no i'm asking brother you wrong (laughs) now brother let me stop you right there you wrong let me stop you right there brother you know you wrong too (laughs) now you see you wrong because i ain't a brother uh but not i uh i'm i'm really asking because i want to know and then yeah sometimes you say stuff and i'm just like oh yeah yeah yeah. i was totally wrong about that that happens with justin too as silly as justin is right there's been times where i'm just like what the fuck Ooh, what are, he's so like are you being there. like are you joking are you for real and i'm asking questions i find and he's like no i'm serious because of this this and this and i'm like oh shit yeah i was not even thinking of it that way so anyway man hopefully y'all bring that kind of energy into everything y'all do and uh y'all have had the same experiences in life we'll be back tomorrow this is a very long feedback show uh we talked about a lot of tangents so some of (laughs) y'all will like it most of y'all will skip it talk to y'all later (laughs) until then i love you i love you too